This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome to another week of the Bostonian versus the book. Show number 99 for Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. Dave the book. Matt, the Bostonian back on a Monday, Keith Jones, NBC sports, NBC sports, Philadelphia, (laughs) little puck talk coming on in about 30 minutes or so. Dave, happy Monday. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, Yeah. Episode 99. It's the opening of the NHL playoffs. Wayne Gretzky was number 99. We're going to talk some hockey. It's pretty good correlation there. If you're not early, you're late. With the brigade. <laughs> These people have been in here since 957 talking, getting ready for the show. <laughs> we got nothing but energy here, baby. Let's go. A lot of good things to get into, a lot of things to break down. We got four games in the NHL, two games in the NBA, a gigantic slate of Major League Baseball games to talk about coming up today. So, all that. But before we go anywhere into those games, I just want to ask you our Patrick Everson has a, has a story up on props.com about what happened to the bookmakers with the NFL draft. On uh, like, Do you guys have Monday morning meetings? Like, is there. Does everyone get into a conference room and you break down the weekend and after the draft, if you've all gotten killed, what's the mojo? What's the what's the mood in the Monday morning meeting after the NFL draft? I told you before when we were talking about <laughs> mock drafts, it's like I'd rather get a root canal <laughs> for that meeting on Monday. You told them for a week or two straight, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. Eh, what do you mean? We're going to lose. We're going to, we can't win. (laughs) And you tell them, and then Thursday happens and that, you know, Trayvon Walker gets picked first The draft one, two, three falls. Exactly. Like everything cashes. And you're like Friday, if they're still working, you know, you tell them, listen, we're going to lose where we lost yesterday. We're going to keep losing. This ain't getting better. (laughs) So hopefully there ain't no more. We can't do anything about it. And now you get to this week and you go, we lost. Well, why? Because we told you we were going to lose. <laughs> That's why we had no shot. So the good thing is, is that like there's levels of getting killed. There's getting killed on an NFL Sunday. There's getting killed on a busy day of basketball. There's getting killed in baseball when favorites go like 12 and three. And then there's getting killed on the NFL draft. You get killed, meaning your percentage stinks, but it ain't the volume. It's not even close. So you do more handle, you know, on the NBA games yesterday. Well, maybe not because it was only two, but like when there's four NBA games in a playoffs and they're good, you do more handle on that day. So it's not the end of the world. I'm glad I'm not in a meeting because I would, you know, they wouldn't even let me into meetings because I would always be like, I told you we were going to lose. We lost. Now what? (laughs) You know, and they go, well, yeah, but you got to make sure we don't. Well, I can't. Not with the draft. So goodbye. So yes, it's not 
It's over with now, though. Like we got is, NHL it, is it a six figure, five figure? Like, what is it? Because it's a sharp market. So there's no public dogs coming back on the other side. There's no, you know, massive parlaying going on where someone's, you know, trying to parlay this incredibly wow. all together. Top four picks, according to most bookmakers that Patrick talked to, one, two, three, four were all death for the NFL in the draft for the books. So is is there any, like, how big of a loss are we talking about generally? Listen. Purdom gave me a great line from an old school bookmaker. He said, there's more sympathy for the devil than the bookmaker. And he's right. Um, it ain't that big because the limits are low. You know what I mean? The The most impressive thing to me is in New Jersey, they do the live betting. Like right. you can pick who, what position is going to be drafted two picks ahead. Like I can't imagine like their figures got to be a six figure loss. I mean, there has to be. But, you know, for us, I mean, I tried to limit it to to keep it not a five-figure loss. The okay. last couple of years that I was in the book, you know, we got seven properties. We're in Vegas and trying to keep the loss to less than 10000 so I could get out on a second half, if you know, later that day, let alone the next day. So it can vary, but I, I know this. There's books exploring the opportunity of not booking it at all. Because it's just, a, I mean, it's a lost leader. If you if you have that expectation that you're going to get people in your ecosystem, you're going to gain customers from doing it, and you know you're okay with not making a profit, that's fine. But if you're in a business of actually trying to book this stuff to actually win, there's no need to do it. Let everybody else do it. We'll give you better odds on the NBA and you mm-hmm. know the NHL and things like that where there's games to decide it. I really wonder how many people – who came to the draft in Vegas for the first time uh, now left with the understanding of what I talked about on Friday, on Wednesday, that the NFL draft is such a made for TV event oh. that being there, I mean, I took my daughter and her friend down to the NFL draft experience, which on Sunday, like that was a locals day or, or sorry, Saturday. That was the locals day, right? So Thursday and Friday were when everyone else was running around. And then so on Saturday afternoon, the thing closed at five o'clock. We showed up at two 30. So we spent, I mean, there were lines, but there weren't like lines. It was right. pretty quick to get through and getting face painted and run the 40 yard dash and kick a field goal and do all the things that you could do down there. It was fun. And, you know, two eight year olds running around having a good time and they loved it. It was hot as hell. And it was the first 90 degree day that I've been doing anything since last summertime or last fall. So little reminder of what we're all going to be in store for in the next couple of weeks when, mm-hmm. the, when the heat comes in for real here in Vegas. But you know, it was it and the wind, by the way, is still undefeated. The wind is just it just won't stop. It's and now we're under this red flag warning because of the wind, because it's so dry. It hasn't actually uh, it hasn't rained here any significantly over a month now. Right. So four straight weeks, no rain, all wind. Everything is kindling. So they're saying like any open flame, any open bonfire. Uh-uh, you can't do it here in Nevada right now because of forest fires. So. That's a problem. But I I think from a betting perspective, I just wonder if people now, like I read an article this morning on an industry site that talked about how the draft is such a made for TV event. It is totally overblown given what it actually is. It's just names being read from a podium and, you know, life-changing opportunities for the kids being drafted. But the number one and number three pick didn't even show up for the draft. They were at home. (laughs) They were like, yep, we're good. See ya. So 
what is the future of the draft? And I think if you're a bookmaker, you want the draft's future to be minimized and diminished because the more it gets talked down, the less people are going to want to bet it. Fair? Uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, if you follow along on social media and stuff, the the, the gambling community wants to bet everything. I mean, and they <laughs> the want draft? to bet it more. Yeah. And they, right. you know, well, they won. The they too. win. They yeah. won. <laughs> so they yeah. want to. They'd be angry because they won. So it would be the bookmaker. I mean, it would be sort of like a coward move, I think, if they decided not to book it. But I don't know. I, I think people. The more interest there is in the draft and things like this, the more people want to bet it. And certain books are going to be willing to take it as a loss leader and say, "Hey, if you don't want to book it, we will." And that could be hurtful, right? I mean, if one book not at all. No. No. Really? No. Yeah. They won't lose any business because they're not booking a draft. Huh. You, you lose volume. What? It ain't that much volume. It ain't enough to to worry about one and two. Um, if they could, I think most books would be like, "Yeah, we don't need to book that," and and it's fine. Like I don't think there's. I think we overblow the draft as okay. now a member of the media, and I think the NFL loves it because there was a lot of people here. I mean. You were down there Thursday at the draft site and stuff. I just I got off the phone with Frankie before he was down there. He actually got a hotel room and stayed down there for two days. And he's like, "Listen, I don't know what the number was, but I know there was three hundred thousand people easy. at that draft on Thursday. There easy. was a lot of people, yeah, like easy. lined up and walking around." And he said it was the so, estimate was six hundred thousand. I don't know if we got there, but yeah, it, there know. were a lot of people on Thursday. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't move. I mean, it was you insane, could, right? That's that's what so you saw it firsthand. I don't think it's going away. I just don't know now, like and you said it in a tweet over the weekend, and I would agree. How do you live up to this? Like when you go to Kansas City yep. next year, or when you go to I don't know, pick another city in the Midwest, you know, Detroit or so. I mean, n- nothing against those places. No, but- it, we, uh, we have a very unique ecosystem here in Nevada, in Las Vegas in particular, because we do events all the time. So like I mentioned on Friday's show, like I was blown away by the individual draft parties that were set up for the teams that when the kid got picked, he went to talk to the fans dramatically right away. And it was like literally like a five foot, you know, half a block walk right into the fans where they had a fully catered big screen TV, 200 of their fans all there decked in their gear, waiting for their guy to show up. And so, yeah, so it was insane. Like that's what we have set up here because we've done all this before. So we know how to put it on. We understand the the logistics Mm -hmm. of it, Mm -hmm. how to make it move uh, smoothly and easily. And so like, I, I think when you go to different parts of the country, that aren't like in Nashville, everyone was raving because they shut down second Avenue and they, they had it on a street and they had bars and restaurants and whatnot, but that's not what we had. You couldn't have done what we did. You could not do that in a city environment. So this was an open space, gigantic, huge parking lot that we converted over. We brought in temporary structures. Like we right. did a lot to make it work because we've done festivals and this type of stuff is what we do here in Vegas. So we're, we're just set up for it better than others. I think it should be permanently here. I think the draft should be permanently. I think people would be okay with giving it to us permanently making it in Nevada because of the weather, the convenience, the fun. We shut the strip down. We've got a convenient, we've got a, con- a, a, a state assemblyman or a um, county board rep rather, who is now tweeting about the fact that we should shut down the strip for cars. We proved that we can do it. 
And now we want to shut down the strip. No more cars. And make it pedestrian only? Correct. The whole strip? The entire strip. Only difference would be, he said, that you'd allow you know, traffic on Tropicana going to the, the, it intersects that 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 intersection would be allowed uh and then on the other end of the strip i think he talked about desert desert spring uh, mountain spring mountain thank you yeah that would be allowed and then you shut it off in between does he realize that how many people work there like <laughs> he's gonna he's, affect a lot i mean that's ridiculous I would agree. I don't think it ever will happen, but he's talking about it saying we did it for the draft. Why can't we make it permanent? Because people like walking between properties. He's not wrong from a tourist perspective. It makes it really convenient to be able to walk across the street or walk. I mean, trying to walk just like across. But how the do they get there? Well, you got to drive and park. Yeah. Back roads. I mean, obviously we, we, back people, roads don't tell anybody about these. Well, roads. that's what they, they exist. I know, but they, I mean, Frank Sinatra way is behind one side of the strip and Koval's on the other side of the oh, strip. You're telling everybody. Well, I mean, they know by now we had, they have Google maps. They understand these things. Like, it's not like it's a kept secret. It's an open public road. People on Google maps can see it. So that's his point. His point is like, you can get back access into these properties already. You just would, when you drive down to Las Vegas Boulevard, it would stop. You could not cross over. Las Vegas Boulevard. That's a good idea. It's a horrible idea. Thank you. Okay. It's an absolutely horrible Thank idea you. for a growing city to if do. If you this. were going to make that pitch, I was no. going to say, "Booking that." We're done. I mean, we can't. We're, please. It's a horrible idea. idea. It's an absolutely horrible idea. But th- that sentiment is growing because we do it really? for the marathon. Yeah, we do it for the marathon. We do it for New Year's Eve, and now we've done it for the Strip. The more times we do this, and the city does not shut down when we do it. It just makes for some inconveniences. I mean, I think that there are some really interesting people in power starting to put this out there that, hey, it's time to address potentially shutting down the Las Vegas Strip and making it only for vehicles. Now, remember, we have the F1 races coming here, okay? They're not going to pave it over. They're not going to make it like a green space. It's going to be asphalt still for many more years. But there may be a push to make it all pedestrian for the tourism. I don't like it, but oh my gosh, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Uh, all right. You are in the warriors gear. Um, I'll am. just ask you this. How does clay Thompson, one of the greatest shooters on the planet, miss two free throws at the end of a game with a chance to cover the minus two. How did that happen? And then what do you make of the Draymond green ejection Clay said he played angry afterwards. First of all, shit happens. Like you miss, I mean, he's a 90% free throw shooter. Him missing both, if we'd have had odds up for that, not one person on planet Earth would have bet it. Not one. He wasn't going to miss both. He did. When he went to the line, I thought, this thing's going to fall three. Immediately, first thought. He misses the first one. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now it's going to fall two. And push Or, or lose. Or there's going to be overtime. He misses the second free throw. The ball clearly goes out of bounds off of the Memphis guy. Bane. Yep. <laughs> and, and the refs looked at the other refs like, you got it. You got it. No, you got it. No. They asked the third guy. I don't know where he was looking. There's nobody that can say you can't review this. So now we have the technology. Well, here's the problem. This is, I went and looked this up. If they had ruled the ball went off of Bain, they could have gone and reviewed it. 
But because of the fact that no one had a definitive idea and they all three went three blind mice, I don't know. Okay, jump ball. Like it is insane to me because you have, you have to coaches challenge it. Neither team had a timeout to call so timeout to challenge. challenge. Right. So in that situation, so if it they has say to be, it's off of Memphis, it's just off of Memphis. Nobody. It can, can be reviewed. It can be reviewed. What I read last night on by Twitter the is booth? It, it could have been reviewed by the referees if one of them had made a definitive decision. New York could say, "Okay, we want to look at that," but because nobody said they want to look at that, neither one made a definitive opinion as to whether the ball went off of Bain or not. They all couldn't make a decision as to who the ball went off of, so they just went, "Okay, jump ball." It's it's terrible. I, Incredibly I mean, fishy. Real, like you want to talk about conspiratorial theory, like that is conspiratorial to me when you don't have anyone making a definitive call in a, in a playoff game that you have to be able to say that ball went off of one player or another. To decide it, mm-hmm. like to decide, like that's going to decide the game if you're not paying any attention to one point game. And the, jump, and the jumping of the ball between Jackson and the, the tallest player on the court. Well, it had to be a player on the court. You couldn't sub somebody in. So you have, you know, Memphis. Uh-oh. Did Matt just go away? Uh, yeah, Matt froze. Matt froze. Look at that one. Screenshot that one, chat. <laughs> Hopefully. Please, uh... that's a good one. We got him right there. Got to get this guy some new Wi-Fi. He's mad because he had Warriors minus two. But I understand Let's it. See if we can get him back in. Here we are. Yeah, you got to get him back in. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's 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 not right. It has to be fixed. You can't you can't not have the technology and not use it because of the way it was called. Like the goal is to get the call right. And oh, you're back. I'm back. Fix your microphone. Oh, forgot the stupid reverb. Hopefully it doesn't do the echo thing. We'll see. It is. Yeah, you have to close that other window of you. How about that? Get you out of there. Still there. Mm. Get out of there. Close that other window. I see I see you in two spots. You only need to be in one. Um <laughs> get enough of me. Need two of me. I don't mind seeing you. I just don't want to hear you. Hear that. And, and the people don't want to hear you either. I don't they don't hear that. That's what we found out. We found oh, out that good. they okay. don't hear the reverb, just you and me do it. And it's incredibly okay. hard to do radio hearing it or whatever, whatever we're doing. Right. Coming back times two. Okay. Just, Just somehow close that other window. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I closed the other window. I think I can fade to black and that should fix it. Let me do it real quick and we'll see. Okay. We're just getting started. <laughs> nope. We tried it last time. Yeah. That doesn't fix it. I, on my on my thing on my wirecast, I still see both windows open. Like, can I close it? Try it. Now, let's see. I even reset. Oh, nope! I thought we fixed it. I even reset my internet today. It's like I'm going to do this today before the show. Be proactive. Yeah, still got that booted. didn't that didn't work. Um. Anyhow, yes. So it has to be fixed. Um, the game falls one. The books do well because it falls one. The game yeah. goes over. I just want to see it six more times. As a basketball fan, I just want to see the series six more times. 
So I want to see this game six more times. I think we're going to see it back and forth just like that. I think. What do you think? I told you. Warriors in five. That's it? It's Mm -hmm. done? Mm -hmm. I don't believe you. I think they lose game two. Go back home. Both games are won by by in, in San Francisco, and then they close it out in Memphis. Damn. Okay. I think it's six. I think the Warriors win in six. <laughs> what is? Why? Why are we? Mikey Awesome is, is taking screenshots and posting them <laughs> on Twitter. Perfect. <laughs> how, how how is that? See, they they got me. They got you. Now they got me. Yeah. Solid freeze frame. Just happenstance. This is this is what happens as, as yeah. people listen to the show and grow. This is what we're gonna do. For if I close out and come back in, will that fix it? Yes. Get out. And come back in. Cause I can't do an hour of this like this. It's gonna drive me absolutely insane. Me yes, I, I can't. I can't do an hour of this. I just can't. I'll do it if I have to. But I just, I just, I just can't. You just tell me what to do, and I'll fix it. So I'm gonna boot you here. Ship him. Close the whole thing. So he's gone, gone. There. Now I'll carry the show he all gone. by myself. He gone. He gone. Farah. <laughs> Were you watching this basketball game while it was on? Uh, yes, I was. Uh, I was at um, the Palms actually. Oh, how was that? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, it was the second time out. I... Hello. You, Fix you... your microphone. No. Um... There we go. Well, sound like hold yourself. On. You, you might after I switch it to this shot. One two. Nope. No, for- we're back. Thank you, Rod. All right. We're All making right. progress. Much better. Much better. Oh, okay. so Farrah was at the Palms watching was, a game. Yeah, I was at the Palms watching the game. Uh, Sunday or crowd? Which, which, which game? Sunday. Yesterday? Yeah. yeah, yesterday. Cool. Yeah. I, 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 so, uh, so the Palms is a William Hill, like, full-service casino. So yes. I, I went to right. make a withdrawal there because I found out about that parlay that I didn't know I hit. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, so 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 I went to the Palms to to make a withdrawal and uh, yeah it's, it's all right I mean it's it's cool it's it's pretty empty because they just reopened it so it's yeah. kind of it's kind of a good spot to watch the games Dave, I think did you see the pictures that were post the posted of the book I did not yet no oh my gosh what at, at the what, Palms what what, what yeah. happened what it's a rock and roll stage there are no seats. Uh, they, it like, so I was there, I was there this weekend too. It's, it's, for, it's a, ba- it's a band stage. Yeah. They, they have like, like a live band playing during like if a live band in the book. Like, it's not like a book. It's not like how we were. <laughs> it's a live band. I, I was like, what in the living hell did they do to the book? So during, during the games, there wasn't a live band. <laughs> I, I'll tell you that. But there's nowhere to sit because there's all equipment everywhere. Um, yeah, they, I think they adjusted on like big, big games, but yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> Started out my Vegas career at the Golden Nugget. And on the weekends, the Golden Nugget would turn into a live band 
slash dance party on Friday and Saturday nights, but we kept the counter open. And I was a ticket writer who worked the swing shift into the night shifts. There was another closer. So I got to see this changeover every Friday and Saturday night as a part-time ticket writer. And it was an absolute joy. It was a pain in the ass to take bets because the band was playing and somebody was trying to bang out a 16 parlay and they were screaming across at me and I was screaming back at them. It was so dumb, but I got to enjoy some live music and some, some really entertaining dancing and stuff. Then I go out to the M and be, just become a sports book. Cosmo, just a sports book. Venetian, just a sports book. I get the director job in West Virginia. I get there and they have this set up <sighs> with the music. It's a country music <laughs> bar band thing. And I'm like, where's my book? They're like, well, you got the TVs right there. And I'm like, do you people want anybody to sit in here and watch the games or just th- sit at that bar? Or watch the band over here. Like, where where's everybody going to go? What do you mean? People watch the games in the book. And I was like, we got a long way to go here. Yeah. yeah. I thought they did. Maybe they don't. So we're in West Virginia. I thought, okay, come back, do the risk room thing. Have you been to the book at Resorts World? We've been down there, you and I. Oh, yeah. Same deal. They, they turn that into a, a, a big... Country Western band. Yes. It's we, a country Western bar. <laughs> I mean, they're doing it again. It's all coming full circle on yeah. Thursday and Friday nights at the Westgate. They put a stage up to do karaoke in the book. Now, that is after the last game on the West Coast is over, though. They do on, that at yes, 10 o'clock. Yes, so there's no o'clock. there's nothing going on. So there's no games to watch. So I understand why the Westgate's trying to use Correct. the space Correct. in a entertainment fashion, saying, look it, we've got this big space. We have these big screens. People love to sing. Put them up on stage. Put them up on screen. They think they're movie stars. Boom. Okay. I get what the Westgate is doing. This is not what the Palms is doing. <laughs> the Palms is not doing this. The Palms is doing this during the games. There is this bar going, there is this band being played. We're going to have to go down there and witness this. My studio has been left alone, supposedly, where I did pushing the odds for all those years. Supposedly, the Floyd Mayweather glassed-in space is still there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. They we gotta, it's, it's, I could we got to get over there and take a picture inside that studio if we can. Oh, boy. Run, throw it back. Run it back two years right. ago. I need Maybell's desperately best barbecue, <laughs> best bar barbecue in the city by far. <laughs> I cannot wait to eat Maybell's. Michael okay. Simon, huge deal. Getting that place back. Sarah's, unfortunately, did not come back. It did not make it. That was their secret high-end restaurant inside of Maybell's. <laughs> So nice. Speakeasy joint. So fun. Awesome table side. Very similar, like a new spin on the golden steer is what it was. Wow. Best way to describe it. Loved it. Super expensive. Super good. But I didn't make it back, unfortunately. I guess they're bringing back some, a restaurant's going to be made in there. It's just not, they don't know exactly what they're going to do with it yet from the people I know who work at Maybell's. Who I asked. I was like, you guys back? I was like, like, yep, you coming in? I'm like, yep. They're like, I'm like, Sarah's back. They're like, nah, it's going to be something else down the line. I was like, shoot. Mm. That was my favorite restaurant in the city, but no one really? anymore. Yeah, I loved it. Sarah's was so good. Oh, it was awesome. Um, all right. Giannis and company. I told you guys this on the show last week. Why didn't I bet Boston to win the series? It's because price I, was too high. That's well, right. and I'm very concerned about Giannis. You are. They, they don't saying that for 
they five don't days. know how. Giannis with a triple double, and without Chris, man, Middleton, he didn't even score. Nope, but he passed and rebound and affected the game in in many many ways. Too Boston much. shoots fifty threes, five zero threes, hit eighteen of them, but still fifty franchise record most three pointers ever attempted by a Celtics team. I Boston's down one zero. Are they in trouble? <sighs> Hell yeah, they're in trouble. I mean, you can't lose the first game at home, can you? I mean, without oh, some some concern, there's definitely some concern there. So yeah, I I I mean, I don't know. I think we can. The level of concern is up, but it ain't over. Like everybody, relax. They got to win game two. If they lose game two, it's over. They ain't winning four or five. Mm-mm. Yeah, so. huge. And the line we're now is four. Opened at four and a half. Closed at four and a half. Boston for game two is minus four. Yeah, so. favorite loses at home by twelve points. Game stays way under. The line's the same. Okay. I mean, this is this is how it is. Making the numbers in the playoffs. Same same city. Yes. Same teams. Yes. All injuries. Okay. Yes. Same line. But but wait, the dog won the game by twelve and never trailed. Hold on here. That's okay. Just put it up. Let him bet it. Who cares? I I don't know. I Oof. I would make the line a little bit lower. And you know, take some Boston money. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give. The bad guys a free shot on the on the Bucks again. Let's right. Put it that way. Okay. All right. Let's talk some hockey. The, the, the last time we did this, Dave, the live chat was very concerned. I believe Keith Jones is driving. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Josie's <laughs> driving? He's, we, we, we got him in, though. We're ready to go whenever you guys are. He's, he's here. Oh, shit. <laughs> but Keith Jones of NBC Sports, NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, the last time we did this, the live chat was all nervous about somebody driving. Uh, let's go ahead and bring on Keith. Talk some puck with us as the NHL playoffs begins. <laughs> Keith, Matt, and Dave, please be careful. Don't need to look at us. Drive safely. But how are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Josie, are you driving or you got a driver driving you? I don't know. What do you guys think? I, think I know he's, he's got a driver. This guy don't drive. Come on. Look at this guy. He's like royalty. Talk about we exactly. were going to put the graphic up. Legend, Jonesy. We got overruled. That's, the, that's, that's what it should be. Of course it should. All right. So first question out of the gate for you, sir. What is your assignment here going forward for these playoffs? Where are you starting out? So I start on Friday night in Boston for TNT. Uh, I've got that game against Carolina, so that's game three. And then the next night I'm in Pittsburgh for the Penguins and the Rangers. And then the next night I'm in Tampa for Tampa and the Maple Leafs, all game threes. Wow. Okay. So this is like, we all know the Stanley Cup's the hardest trophy of championship to win in sports. It's back-to-back games. I mean, like every other night for the next two months. That's a busy schedule, Jonesy, but let's lead off with this because the show is called Bostonian versus the book. Boston and Carolina is a pick em series. This is really tough. Do you have an opinion about this series going in before you get to Boston in game three? I always like Boston because of Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. Yeah. I think that there's always a chance that there's another run in players like that. And that would be my concern if I'm a Carolina Hurricanes fan. 
the the fact that the Bruins have two not just terrific offensive players, but all around players that have the ability to change a series. And if they get, they don't necessarily have to get hot, but if they get on a nice little roll, it's going to be really difficult for Carolina to beat them. And that, that would be my main concern if I was a Hurricanes fan, because these guys are just too good and they've done it for too long. And there's no reason to think that they can't find a way to number one, win a series and number two, get on a long run with the, with their Boston Bruins. Keith, I'm looking at Toronto and Tampa. This Toronto franchise has been absolutely snake bitten in the first round of these, of these playoffs. They can't get out of the first round. Here's the two time defending champs as the dog in this series, not with home ice. What do you make of this series? And, can Toronto rid themselves and get to the second round? Can they do this? They can. They're more likely to based upon the fact that I know they're favored by a slight margin, but they're really the underdog because no true Leaf fan believes they're going to win. <laughs> and they, they have been in situations where they've been heavily favored and have really come up short. So I, I think that they, the players on that team – get the benefit of going up against a team that's won back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. Any normal person believes that Tampa Bay will win. But if you're a Leaf fan, that should help you because those (laughs) players need pressure alleviated. They have not performed well when they've been favored, and they have not handled adversity well in the playoffs before. But would it shock me if the Maple Leafs found a way to get things done this year? It would not. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. Tampa's got so much to like, so much to love, including superstar players at pretty much every position. But uh, I like Toronto's chances better than I ever have in entering the playoffs just because I believe the players in that locker room think they're going to lose, and I think that's going to help them. Wow. All right. We'll see about that. Um, you're going to Pittsburgh for game three. Rangers and Penguins are playing. Uh, I mean, I watched you play a lot of playoff games in Pittsburgh. You know what it's like in Pittsburgh, uh, the playoff atmosphere. I don't think the Penguins are going to beat the Rangers. Tell me I'm wrong, please. Yeah, this is another tough one for me because you think back to the Lakers winning a couple of years ago. and The thing that stands out to me is you just don't know when a generational player who's got a couple other guys around them that are close in that regard finds a way to get one more run. And that's the Pittsburgh Penguins to me. You've got Crosby. You've got Malkin. But what about the goalie, Jonesy? That's that's an issue, no doubt about it. There's There's a major advantage in goal for the Rangers. But the center ice position for the Penguins is a, is a massive strength for them. And the fact that Malkin missed some time should be fresh and ready to go. They've got Carter backing them up. It at least makes it a lot more even series than you would think if you were just basing it upon goaltending. Shesterkin clearly better than what Pittsburgh has to offer, whether Jari's available or not. But he hasn't performed in the playoffs for a run he's got a chance to do it he's still got to figure it out and there's no guarantees that a young goaltender 
can do what Jordan Bennington did with the St. Louis Blues. So right. the Penguins, the Penguins have a chance. Rangers have owned them all regular season. If I had to pick a team, though, I would pick the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ooh, interesting. Keith, Dave and I have talked a lot about the way the game has been played, in particular this year, where goals have been being scored at ridiculous rates. We've seen totals of seven consistently up and down the board. Playoff hockey normally is lower scoring. It's tighter games. It's teams playing more conservatively. But you look at the Wild and their game coming up tonight against the Blues. These games have flown eight, nine, 10, 11 goals being scored when these teams have played this year. Do we see playoff hockey as in the old sense or in the new NHL? Are we seeing, uh oh, do we lose him? Yeah, he, he dropped. Hopefully he'll come back in. So it's just, okay, okay, sorry. I'll hold that. Did he freeze or did, did he drop? It just it just, fr- just froze and he, he yeah he came out of rendezvous so hopefully he'll come back in. He, prob- he probably got a text or a a, a call. That's Isn't that crazy how it happens? Yeah. Happened to it happened to to Papa Bear yeah. on last week. It same happened. thing. Well, it didn't happen to Neil. Neil just couldn't figure out how to turn his camera around. <laughs> Neil, did. we gotta have Neil back on. I'll, I'll try but, to get him back in. He's yeah. he's, he's coming oh. back in. Give me just oh second. there he is. Give me just a okay. second and I'll get him back on. Perfect. All right, very cool. Very cool. So we can continue with Keith Jones here from NBC Sports, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the NHL playoffs that will begin coming up here tonight because. All right. There he is. Can He's you, back. You guys conti- hear me okay? We hear yes, you sir. good now. Yes, you look great. Legend. Let me continue with that question. Do you anticipate the goal scoring marks that we've seen in the regular season to carry over to the postseason, or do you go back to traditional hockey where we have lower scoring hockey games in the playoffs? I would take the unders early on, but I do think we're going to see more goals as the series move along and as we get deeper into the playoffs. Just for the simple fact that they're going to continue to call cross-checking. There was an emphasis on it before the season began, and that has made a lot of players a lot braver than getting to the high-traffic areas where the goals are. So I think for that reason alone, we're going to see the goals continue to pile up, but I don't think we will the first few games of the playoffs where the intensity is going to be incredible, the energy is going to be great, but the emphasis on defending is going to be that much more. And I think that'll slow things down for the first few games, but get to the midway point of, of round one. I think you're going to see the goals continue to be at uh, where they've been during the regular season, which has been great. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. And uh, I know for the books, I mean, you know, like the odds making end of it, you adjust as you go and you might see some sixes become five and a halfs, five and a halfs become fives. We might see actually fives again because we didn't see too many of them, Jonesy, this season. But then, like you said, hopefully betters will be able to play them over. All right. Talk about goal score. Florida Panthers, the odds on favorite to win the Eastern Conference. I don't know if I'm ready to just hand them this Eastern Conference championship. I I, I, I mean, this is going to be a gauntlet for them to get through, Jonesy. Can you win the Eastern Conference and get to the Stanley Cup playing the way they play with, I still think, what's a question marking goal, but what do you think going forward for them? They can. I, I think they believe it. That's for sure. They've, you know, multiple times come back from multiple goal deficits. It's been kind yeah. of remarkable to watch the way that they've just kind of went for it. I'd feel more comfortable if Joel Quenville was behind the bench 
for mm. the playoff adjustments that he has been so great at during his career. I think Andrew Burnett's done a really good job, but I think that's been, in many cases, a push-button team. So playoffs, there's going to be some moments where a coach is going to have to make a difference. And I I don't think that Florida is going to benefit from not having Quenville behind the bench. I think it's going to hurt them. So I don't see them coming out of the Eastern Conference. I find them to be an extremely entertaining team. But normally that does not translate. I think he froze. Amy got another text. Ah, oh, man. Well, we got to put it in. We got to put it in the um, in the thing. When you come on with us, you have to turn off all notifications. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it doesn't always cool. work that way. By the way, Wi-Fi for whatever reason, being on cellular is tough because right. Sean put his phone on DND. And he still got kicked off twice. So he didn't have any calls or any texts coming in. But cellular, for whatever reason, the connection is not as strong Jones, as Wi-Fi. Back. We got him back. The guy's persistent. I like it. No, no, like, no. Wow. It's fine. This, this happens all the time, unfortunately. So, But but we're, we're, we're working out the kinks. I'm, I'm sorry. Here we go. All right. So, Jonesy, you gave us that with Florida. Uh, we got to fire away because we don't want to lose you again. But the Western Conference – and it, 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 I mean, it's over, right? Avalanche just punched their ticket. It's no problem. They got they, everybody. I mean, the odds on favorite to win the Stanley Cup, they're plus 350. The next team is plus 10 to 1. It's 10 to 1. So, I mean, who's going to beat the Avalanche in a Western Conference? Who's going to bet that at plus 350? You got to be a moron. <laughs> exactly, right? Save your you money. You know how hard this is to get there. It's not yeah. that easy. It's not. It's not. And wait, wait for the if you want to bet the avalanche, wait till they get down in a series and then bet them. Are they to gonna win. get down in a series? They're, they are they can. gonna get down in the first series to Nashville? Probably not, with Soros not being available. But right. you can't rule it out. I mean, Nashville's had a really good season and they've they're tough. They can beat you up. So that's an area that the Avalanche have not excelled at in responding to playoff type hockey. They've got the some better pieces around to handle that now. I think there's been some hard lessons learned, but who's to say Nashville isn't Columbus three years ago and beat out Tampa? I mean, mm. there's there's no there is no guarantee. If you bet Colorado at plus three fifty, you're gonna sweat it out like you've never sweated out before for a marginal return right. that's just that is an incredibly bad bet do not touch it <laughs> uh, i don't Georgia, care I, if they win at plus 350 <laughs> do not touch it thank you. ever i'll let dave end with this wrap with you so the last one for me we have people in canada who who listen and watch the show they are desperate for this darn trophy to go back north of the border it's been a long long time what team has the best shot north of the border to you to win the cup it's Calgary. It's it's an easy choice. I almost said Edmonton because Ooh. it wouldn't surprise me if McDavid and Dreisaitl just carry that team to places that uh, most people don't expect they can get to. I mean, they, they have been very good in the second half of the season, and they have two superstars that, I mean, their moment has to come. So that, that would be a concern. Calgary-Edmonton in a series would be incredible. 
Um, I think even over here in the U.S., people would love watching those games. They would be uh, very entertaining hockey. But Calgary's got the right coach. I'm a big Daryl Sutter fan. He's done it before. He's got the right pieces around. He knows how to manage it. And he's got some players that are tough, have been through the playoff grind, that should insulate some of the guys that have not performed well in the playoffs. Over three. Over three. Damn it. It's all right. If he we goes back we in, I got one more for him, and that's it. But that was good. I mean, yeah. like, and if, he, if, if, if you want to text him and say thank you, that him coming in three times, just for he's been phenomenal. That was Keith Jones from NBC Sports. Now we got so him back, for, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. The well, guy's a machine. Let's do it. Let's do it. One more. Dave's got one more question for him. Yeah. If you, if you remember the way this guy played, He'll call 10 times. Like, he'll keep calling. So this is good, Jonesy. You, you, this is a good shift for you. I really appreciate it. Listen, the listeners love it. Thank you. So two two questions on the way out. One, gambling is a big part of what's going on right now in our space, but in, in other spaces. We met in a book. We've been able to maintain a friendship over all this time. But, like, as far as the gambling in hockey – and the coverage, are you seeing a change from even where it was just a year ago, two years ago, and now you're doing all this stuff? This is a good thing, is it not? It's a great thing, and it gives fans something else to be interested in. There's all kinds of options now, uh, including you know, tracking an individual player's performance, goals, assists, shots on goal. It just increases the interest in a game that you may not be cheering for one team or the other, you might learn to cheer for one team or the other based upon who you bet bet on. So it gets more eyes. It increases it. I think it's it's well-managed and it's highly sophisticated in the way that they follow things. Nobody's cheating. Everyone's got an eye on it. Somebody bets a big bet on hockey, every red flag goes off in the country. I mean, that's not happening. So the players are going to play. And the fans are going to enjoy the pure enjoyment of number one, the sport, and number two, what it feels like to have a little bit more on it. Uh, you can do it on a, you know, once a week. You can do it every night if you want, but you're going to have fun doing it. And I, I highly recommend it for people that aren't necessarily diehard hockey fans to find a way to become more interested in our game. Uh, putting a few bucks on it keeps your attention. So go out there and bet some playoff hockey. You'll you'll get your money's worth. There's no doubt about that. All right. So last question on the way out, because you've been more than gracious with your time and multiple drop-offs and hang-ups. Do you wear hats? I don't. Look at my head. It's gorgeous. I mean, seriously, it's one of the best heads of hair on television, let alone in hockey. But <laughs> if you wear hats, I'm going to send you a BVB hat, okay? You just have to text me what colors you want, because you played for a number of different teams. Not a number, just a few. So I don't know what colors you would want, but the last question, you played a lot of playoff games. Okay. And I went through deep in the research, Jonesy, Ooh. and saw that you had a penalty shot. You actually had a penalty shot in the playoffs. Did you score on a penalty shot or not? No, I, I shot it. <laughs> it. I shot it right into the goaltender's chest. I mean, but this is, this was part of the problem the whole career, Josie, right? 
Oh, he froze again. Oh! Oh, he's there back. he is. He's back. He's back. Stop he's back. getting the text while we're doing the damn show. <laughs> I'm trying to give you some shit about you. You. So what'd you do? Bury it right in the chest on the penalty shot? Yes. And then I scored on the, the ensuing face-off. I buried it. So I didn't have to think about it for too long. Oh, good. Okay. That was a saving grace for me. But that, that is a true story. That was the only one I had in my career. And it was only because somebody covered the puck in the crease. And believe it or not, I was the only guy on the ice that was scoring goals at that time. So <laughs> somehow I was picked to take it. You mean you didn't get pulled down on a breakaway from behind oh. with that blazing speed? <laughs> Breakaways and I did not get along. I I, I don't you. know if I ever had one, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're the best. I love it. <laughs> we'll be looking for you on the cover. Yeah, absolutely. Thank and you I'll so much. And I'll be texting you. Yes. Anytime, Davey. And great to catch up with you guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate You're that. The best, Josie. Thanks, yeah, brother. Take awesome. care, guys. Bye-bye. That's Keith Jones, NBC Bye. Sports Philadelphia, NBC Sports, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Huge thank you for that. That was technically a mess. So that was great to get him constantly coming back in. The, the live chat was all about it, in love with it. I, I've I've heard this joke before. I just, I forgot it, but it's really funny. Pierre writes, only in Canada did the Leafs fall in the spring. And I oh, love that. <laughs> it's a great boy. line. Too soon. It's a great line, though. How is it too soon when they've blown it three of the last four times they have choked this away, including last year up 3-1 on the Canadiens? So Montreal. Yeah, to one of their arch rivals. They blow a 3-1 lead in the postseason, and now they get the two-time defending cup champs in Tampa Bay. Did you hear Jonesy, though? Like he, I mean, he thinks this is the year they could actually win a series. Like they just need to win one series first. Yeah, it's part of better to book it. So save, we'll save that conversation for later, but it ain't <laughs> happening. It ain't, it, it ain't happening. So okay. you, you, you can try to play the mental mind game all you want about like, oh, they've got no, pr-. it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like this is, this is the biggest prove it to me sport or our team in the sport. Like you got to prove it to me before I'm putting any money behind Toronto doing anything in the postseason, yeah. in particular with who they're playing. Two time defending champs are going out before they see Florida. No way. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're seeing Florida in the second round. It's Tampa, Florida. And that series is going to be absolute. Get your popcorn ready. Oh. Hockey. You like playoff hockey, Florida and Tampa. <laughs> Interstate round two. Holy crap. Won't be able to miss one shift. They will they will be playing every shift like it's their last. I mean, yeah. if you want to try to, you know, get into the playoffs if you never have before, it's going to be hard to to live up to with other series. But if Tampa plays Florida, that's the one to watch. It's going to be fantastic. And I'll say this. I actually want a Canadian team to win the cup this year. What? I do. I want to, I, I, it's been, this is their sport. Okay. The much like in basketball, when the Knicks are better, when the Knicks are good, the NBA is better. When Canadian teams are good, the NHL is better. And it's been since what? 91. Last no, cup. 91, 92 was Pittsburgh. 92, 93 was Montreal. Okay. So that's, that's the last time they won the cup. It's a long time ago. I was in high school last time that they won the cup. Has it like, been that long? Who else? I mean, I know no one else did. Who has won the cup? In the, I mean, Vancouver played for it. They lost, lost to the Bruins. Lost, right. 
I mean, it's they've played for the cup a bunch. They haven't right. won Edmonton the cup. Lost to, to Carolina in 06. I was there at that game, uh, game three. The Leafs haven't won a series since 2004. Yeah, that's serious. That's that's I mean, it's just it's in <laughs> the Leafs fall in the spring. Oh, is that good? I'm going to use great. that one. Who gave line. you that one? Pierre. Thank Pierre, you, sir. Pierre. Yeah, I've heard that line before, but yeah, yeah. Pierre is. Huh. Yeah. So I'm going to credit Pierre on that because I'm taking that one with me to the shows. Florida versus Canada. Tampa is a hockey gasm. <laughs> nice line there. Who Zach, said that? Zach wrote that in the tweet that boy, in, Zach. In, in, yes. in, the, uh, in the live chat. So by the way, since we're talking about the live chat, so if you guys have known the number of legal conversations I've had about us giving away hats on the air. Borderline and, law school for you. And how much trouble I got into. With, with I had our no league. idea. No I idea. I, would, I would had to come see you in the hospital once since we started the show. I thought I was going to have to come bail you out of jail yeah. after the conversations. Our legal department is awesome, but they are um, – I mean, the, the, we we do a lot of things and we have a lot of eyeballs on us. We have a lot of people who try to get at us, a lot of people who sue us and do things because they just can. And so I'm learning a lot because I've come from the radio world where basically I could do whatever I want. Yep. And as long as I wasn't violating the FCC laws, I was good. Well, it's more tricky now with what we do because of what, how our business is run and the number of other enterprises our ownership is a part of. So... I've been schooled up, okay? So here is how we have to give away the hats. I can't make you do anything. It has to be totally random. So tomorrow, we're going to give away for the 100th show of the Bostonian versus the book. 100. We're going to give away hats. Yes. I got a bunch of them, at least five. For nice. the, best, the best live chat comments of the day, okay? We're just going to look at it. Dave's going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. Farrah's going to look at it. We're all just going to pick when, when a great, when, a, when someone drops like a line like that for a hockey gasm. That's a hat. That's a hat. That's a hat. Someone drives, drops the line about where they are with the, the Leafs fall in the spring. That's, That's a, hat. a hat. I don't know. Some of these, the, some of these comments about Jonesy popping out and popping back in talking about his persistence is pretty funny. They're like, they're, they're like, this, this, give, this guy was persistent him. back then too. He, like, yeah, I, I had the hat here. I would have given him the hat. I mean, if you yeah. wanted the hat, we would have given him a hat. But yeah, but he does <laughs> have a tremendous head of hair. I told him that the first time good I met him. Good guy. Oh, he's a super dude. Super dude. Phenomenal stuff. So that was, that was awesome. So yeah. So, so wait we, a second. So we're allowed to do the hat thing. I'm allowed to, as if I was in a sports book, like I was on Thursday okay. where we saw Matt Raftery and we right. saw uh, Justin from Justin. Colorado. And we yeah. saw one other person whose name is escaping me, but we saw three listeners who came up to me and said, Matt, I listened to the show. Can I have a hat? I have to do the online equivalent of that. Okay. So that's the Just, chat. Yeah. Uh, randomly. I can't ask anybody to do anything. Like I can't have them subscribe to Apple. I can't have them leave a review. I can't have them screenshot. I can't do any of that. All I can I do mean, you is you can do all, you can go leave a review. You just won't get a hat. Correct. They okay. can do it on their own, but they to qualify for a right. contest, there has to be other terms and conditions that we must create legally right up and have a form where you drop it in and you hit accept. And like, there's gotta be all these pro I thought it was just a simple little bang, bang, bang. It's not It's way more complicated than I thought entirely on me, my bad on that. So that's what happened with that whole thing. So, so get in the chat tomorrow. Hat. 
tomorrow's chat for the hat and what's it's a chat hey, for a hat let's go so, so there you go so you post fun stuff you know go ahead just like be your best stand-up comic drop whatever you need to drop in there if we see it we like it you get a hat we'll give away a bunch coming up tomorrow for the oh, chat for the hat. a game boys like yeah. chat for, so, the hat. for the hat so there you go. So we'll do we'll do that coming up for tomorrow. So it's it's a whole interesting situation um, for that. Hold on one second. <laughs> Show uh, one hundred, baby. Now now we're gonna give away the lids. We we got people in the chat. We're gonna have people chiming in. Man, oh man, gonna be going to bed early tonight. Although we got a late hockey game, I'm gonna be up watching hockey. So. A bunch of really good stuff. All right, let's go over the games today, tonight. Okay, so we got four games going. Let's start with the Bruins and the Hurricanes. Game one here. Bruins on the road. Yeah. Bruins are a dog in the series slightly. Yep. yep. Dog in this game slightly. Yep. Minus 118 for Carolina. Yep. Like the home favored here or Boston to snipe one and take game one? I don't know. Complete coin flip for me. I'm not, me I'm not excited about the side at all. No. Um, I like the under. Me too. That's that's the Didn't first thing I, I, think it, you, I think for a lot of these, for this series in particular, I need to see how Carolina wants to approach it. Like, are they going to try to be as physical as Boston's going to be? And do they want to try to get into it? Because Boston, I think, will grind. Boston's comfortable playing 2-1 games. 2-1, 3-2, they're cool with that. Does Carolina want to open it up? Because Boston has, this year, Boston was pretty good to overs. But that was because of their goaltending problems. They gave up a bunch of goals. Right. So, you know, are they going to be susceptible to giving up goals if we go up tempo also with scoring goals? So I think Jonesy's on it, though. I think Patrice Bergeron is the difference. It's hard. It's it's hard to get over that hump when you're the opponent. Like, it's not that Carolina can't win. It's just have they got enough? Because the Bruins know how to win. They've yeah. already done it so and they have that core that's done it and that core just leads the way i mean you just you just like listen it's time to play so i don't know another a series that i think will look differently i mean look at the totals today there's one five and a half the rest are six and a half or six it's this game so i think you're going to see this total is an indicative of what the series is going to play out to be agreed it's going to be tight, ugly side. I'm still not sold, even for the series. I don't mm. know. I think it's a. I think it's a long series. I think it's six or seven games, and I think if it is seven games, five of the seven go under. Interesting. Yeah. Game two, Tampa at Toronto. Toronto is favored minus one twenty two at Fanduel here in game number one. Boy, this is a big game for the Leafs. All the pressures on them. Hundred percent. This oh, is a big. Oh, oh, there goes the mic. There it goes. Nope, the mic's good. Oh, there is oh, a ton God. of pressure. I think it actually is a detriment to the Leafs that they have Game One at home. I think it'd be would have been better for them to have Game Two on Game Three at home and play a couple of games here on the road. Maybe to start, but this is huge for them to have the back end. If this goes seven, Fine. have it at home. I would agree. But if they've got, if they lose Game One. The puckering is going to be ridiculous in Toronto. I think it's all on the goalie. I think the goalie, if they can somehow, I don't want to say they they can lose a close game tonight. They have to know as a team that the goalie 
is going to be there for them. This is one of those ones where I've seen this happen so many times where a hot goalie can win you a series, yeah. but a bad goalie, like tonight, if they get down 3 nothing, and they got to pull the goalie, it might be done, done. Like it might, it might be so bad. You'll know how this series is going to go in the first period tonight. Wow. Really? I think so. Yeah. I think in the first period. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if Toronto gets down two nothing and comes back and wins, we got ourselves a series. If Toronto goes down two nothing and loses four one and is never in it, man. The odds are going to flip. Everything's going to flip. Everybody's going to go, see, how did you make Toronto the favorite? You should have known. Even money, Dave. <laughs> I got even money on this. <laughs> it don't make sense. You gave me e- – I'm not laying any juice on the two-time Stanley Cup defending champion up against a Toronto Maple Leafs team that I was just out of college the last time that they wanted a series. So what happens – in your mind, if Toronto wins tonight, do you come back and get a bigger plus on Tampa after game one for the series? Because it's going to almost double. If so I get double. minus 120 to minus 180 borderline, the way the game goes, it could be as high as minus 200. You could take plus 170 on Tampa. I'd sprinkle on it. I mean, I'm already, we'll do it and better to book it, but I'm already committed pretty heavily. You know, I'm into, to, into Tampa here. With on the, the series. Moment, so On the series. Oh, okay. Okay. So if, if if I lose and I'm getting a better price to come back after just one game, knowing that all I need is Toronto or Tampa to lose, to win one game in Toronto to win the series, take care of business at home, win all three games at home and win one game on the road. I like it a lot. Yeah. I'll come back in another half a unit, go ahead and jump in on it, double the price, potentially win two units. If we're going to wind up getting a W here for, for Tampa, I just can't see the NHL missing on Tampa, Toronto or or Tampa, Florida in the second round. I mean, it's such an incredible, incredible series. Well, it would be Toronto, Florida. Would it not? Yeah. But who cares? That's not nearly as fun. Oh boy. Hey, you just, uh, it's, it's big to Canadians. It's, it's big to the Toronto market. It's not big to the U S hockey market. The U.S. hockey market knows Toronto, Toronto, I'm uh, sorry, Tampa and Florida playing against each other. It's interstate, two best teams in the East. It's a, an amazing series in the second round. It, it's an Eastern Conference Finals yeah. in the second round. Yeah. So American fans, and the, as everyone says, Gary Bettman's already. It's why the NHL hasn't seen a Cup winner from Canada since oh whatever nine twenty Man, thirty Bettman's years. Fault that they believe that they believe that though. That's what the, that's what the Canadians believe. They believe that it's actually it's Batman's fault that he's the reason. So I, I think that that will just play into the narrative, right? So hmm. on that, we'll see. Okay, game uh, one, Blues Wild tonight. See how are those dogs doing up there? <sighs> you want me to fix it? I can fix it. It's the it's the pool guy. They're having a fit because of the oh, pool guy. God. Hold on, I'll fix it. All right, fix it. We can't have the dogs barking in the background. Yeah, it's a little annoying. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the people in the chat, you know, start barking about the dogs and stuff. We got to, we got a big day tomorrow, so we're going to make sure the dogs are not barking in the background. You know, you got problems when the pool guy comes and causes the dogs to bark. <laughs> Seriously. Come on. Like, you know we're doing the show, and you know the dogs are going to bark. Where are the dogs? 
Nice work. <laughs> Thank goodness. We couldn't have the chat upset. Sometimes the chat gets upset because the dogs are barking. They should get upset. I get upset. I don't have commercial breaks. If I had commercial breaks, I would fix these things. But this is true. Well, we got I, it. Listen, I'm you stapled were in a chair for two hours. I can't move. I can't get up and fix crap <laughs> what's going on. It's it's the only thing about this show that if I could fix it, I'd fix it. But I like the fact we don't have commercials because it's free flowing. But right. Breaks let you fix crap like dogs going crazy in the side room because the pool guy's outside doing stuff for the pool. And so it's, you know. Comrade yeah. just said the dogs don't get a hat. <laughs> no, dogs don't get a hat. No, no, That's a hat. And tomorrow yes. you come with that, Comrade, you get a hat. Tomorrow you get a hat. All right, Blues and Wild. Wild minus 126. I have a play on the total in this game that we'll get to during Better to Book It. Really? But yeah. What do we make of this? I don't know what the hell to make of this series side total, how this thing's going to play out. Is Mark Andre Fleury going to play a role in this thing? I don't Maybe. think so, but he might. But him being there is big for the wild. It's huge. Just the experience factor is big. Well, because they've been a very good team and their goalie has been a question mark with, you know, that's why they went and got Fleury just in case it goes bad because listen, I love the way Minnesota plays. I think they're very live to make a run yeah. here. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we saw them firsthand last year here in Vegas. Yep. Um, they're a very good hockey team. I've been underestimating the Blues since they won the Stanley Cup, although they play so differently now, though. They, it's completely different. They, it, 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 it's like you have that in your brain. It's like that's the version of the Blues. They're not the same boring nope. Blues. They're wide open. They play up tempo, score, 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 and they give up a ton. Exactly. This is, I don't know. I mean, you heard Jonesy's concern when when I asked him about Florida. I get the same concern when I think about St. Louis. Like, is this going to translate into a Stanley Cup run? I don't think it will. Can they beat the Wild tonight? Of course. Can they win the series? Maybe, but I like Minnesota. I mean, do you have a – you said this is in better to book it? Oh, the total is tonight. Total is, not the side. Wow. Let me check this total. Six and a half under minus 120 pretty much. You probably got a six and bet over. I'm just saying out loud. But our you know, boys at WinBet are still at six, uh, at least an hour ago. They are. Cool. It's that that's still there's six over 30. So I know Matt. I got, one, and I got, Alan and Ma- I got 125 at them yeah. last night. So, uh, so they're sticking fresh. They're six over minus 125 right now. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that was the same price last night. So they haven't touched it. They're okay. the only they're the market low, which we'll talk about it during better to book it. I want I want the strategy. I, I want because you guys know Lindemann and company. I want to know what what what's what's their angle on okay. on staying at six, being the market low. Kings Oilers, biggest favorite on the board. Oilers laying two dollars here against the Kings. Is the price right on this game? Hell no. Feels right? too high, but but the Kings have been dismissed. Um, for weeks they were the team that weren't going to make the playoffs. Like if this was did. Vegas, would Vegas be this big of a dog? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. No way. Um, I I I mean, we talked about about Toronto's issues. Edmonton's got a lot of the same issues. There's a lot of people at Edmonton. There's a lot of pressure on this team to, um just advance into the second round, let alone yep. make another Stanley Cup run. They have been a much better team since the coach got fired. I mean, Drysaddle was arguing with reporters. McDavid mm-hmm. couldn't find anybody. Like, there was a lot of shit going on that's not going on now. This is a 
it's another really good hockey team. But I had a guy that I worked with in the risk room who used to say this every spring about the San Jose Sharks. Until proven otherwise. Mm -hmm. Until proven otherwise, the Oilers are an overvalued team with suspect goalie. Wow. <laughs> that's 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 just and I know he would say it, and I know he would think it tonight. I I used to say this all the time. I wouldn't make any game in the playoffs more than minus 160. Okay, fair. Like, it's just too close. We've seen yep. eight seeds win the Stanley Cup. We've seen eight seeds sweep one seeds. Like, it's it's happened. Four, five, six, three, two, seven. It doesn't matter. The seeds don't matter. What about laying minus 150 on the puck line and take the plus two, one and a half goals for the Kings tonight? So this is a strategy that I really love doing because you see a lot more tie games late. And a lot of times, those tie games late, the road team is more than happy to get it to overtime. Right. And sometimes, and the home team's like, all right, that's fine. We'll get fresh ice. You know, with six minutes to go in a tie game, unless you have a real opportunity, your first thought is don't give up an opportunity. Correct. Don't lose it. Correct. So you play and you wait, and there's no power plays. The playoffs will change. There will have to be... A misdemeanor. Unless you're the Sharks, and then you get a five-minute major. But that's this is story. true. That's that that <laughs> happened. But yes, you need a you need a misdemeanor offense to get a penalty called. I mean, yeah. seriously, three to five, you might not get a two-minute minor. So this is what happens. So yes, I think taking a goal and a half. Now I did this. Was it last year or two years ago? If you took a goal and a half through the first three rounds of the playoffs. Even laying the ridiculous juice that you had to lay, you came out ahead in, in every, every game? game. Wow. Every game. So, so there's, okay. There's so a lot of one goal games, but the game is different now. You heard Jonesy say, so he's right. If you want to take the Bruins, it's minus 260. Yes. The Lightning are minus 235. How are the Bruins a bigger plus one and a half favorite dog than our favorite than the Lightning are? Because the total, the total is five yeah. and a half. So okay, the one sure. and a half goal, you have to pay more. Okay, so then minus two thirty-five lightning, minus two twenty-five blues, minus one fifty-two on the Kings. It's yeah. a lot of juice. Does FanDuel let you parlay this? Yes. Oh, they do. Yes. A four-leg reverse money line. Uh, sorry, reverse puck line parlay is plus three seventy-two. Wait, you take three games or four? Four. So you take all four dogs tonight plus a goal and a half. I mean, ideally, you get one outright winner, and you get maybe two, and then you get two one-goal games. It's very possible. It's very, very possible. I mean, four to one is not bad, I and mean, that's I thought a bad return. No, do, you, do books in Vegas let you do that? Uh, yes, you can. You can't parlay puck line to total the same game, right? In Vegas, but you can do it. You can do it elsewhere. You guys listen to the show in other states. I believe you can do puck line to total parlays, and there are a couple books you here. Cannot. Do- no, you can't. No, not not uh-huh. in the same game, but in different games. Like you could take the puck. Right. Line yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Puck, so puck game. line with Tampa, St. Louis, and the Kings, and say under in the Boston game. 
Yes, you could do that. Would be you could do that. Puck line with St. Louis and the Blues. You said or or, or Kings. Uh, I will just to make it a four game parlay. You could take Tampa plus one and a half, St. Louis yep. plus one and a half, the yep. Kings plus one and a half, and yep. the under in the Boston and Carolina game plus five thirty. Yeah. So five to five. That's five to one. That's that gives you a little action on every game. It gives you, you know, and, and plus, I mean, if you get to the last game and you're good, you know, say St. Louis is winning in the third period, and you know now this whole thing comes down to Los Angeles plus a goal and a half, you can in game right out of it. Yeah. And take the other side and you can do a bunch of things. So is it's a fun exercise, but this is something that the listeners and watchers of the show and all this stuff. And again, thank you guys for all of that. Pay attention to the playoffs. There's a lot of one goal games. Interesting strategy there. I yeah. mean, the Bruins under is the one that scares me to be honest with you. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, you could take the Bruins plus the goal and a half and use a different one for the total. If you feel really strongly, I just know that you like, I mean, I like looking at the totals in the hockey games too, because yeah, the drop of a puck, the the deflection, the the bad call by the official late can spin the decision so easily. But the style of game is going to be what it is. Do you so, think they're they're going to pull the goalie in the playoffs the same way they they've been pulling it in the regular season? No, you don't. No, because wouldn't it be more? Wouldn't it be time to be more aggressive in a game where it's does the, the margin doesn't matter? Where if you're down three two and it's four minutes to go and you just Yank the goalie to go try to get that tying goal. I don't down think so. four two or down four two. Well, so that's the difference. I think you'll see it. You'll see the goalie pulled less with one goal, like later with one goal deficits, but earlier with two goal deficits. They'll be by the way. That's, by the way, that that, that same parlay. Sorry, interrupt. That, that same parlay you talked about at DraftKings is plus five eighty eight. It's almost six to one at DraftKings. The total in the Bruins game with the three puck lines. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I mean, you, you get even because the puck line at, oh my God, that's a difference in price. Holy crap. What? The No, no, I'm sorry. No, it's not. I was not it's not that big of a deal. Sorry. I, it's a difference. Not that big of a difference. It's okay. one, minus 152 to minus 145. Then the, the lines are all lower. The lightning are minus 225. Blue is minus 225. Kings are minus 145. Under is minus 105. Okay. So, so that's why it's 588. Nice. So 25 buck bet will bring back $172. Wow. So if, if kind of what you're just saying there, Dave, so if with the open net thing at the end of the game, so if it's, if it's like, you know, a, a two point differentiation, then the chances of the game going over are better. Yes. Because then they pull the goalie out, giving that open net, meaning there's a better chance yes. of, that game it was by three. Right. Yes. By three. Yes. Interesting. There, you, you'll see it. And again, I had to learn a lot about when they pull goalies. And there's some teams and coaches that are way more aggressive than others. But I know that a guy trailing 3-2 with five minutes to go is going to wait as long as he has to to pull the goalie because anything can happen. And all they're trying to do as the road team a lot of times is just get to a tie game. We'll take our shot in overtime. I sat at games for a lot of years, man, watching games that go to overtime. It is literally, unless you have an odd man rush, you're told dump the puck, dump the puck and just go get it. We'll force them to make a mistake. It's not about making a play. It's about not making a mistake. So, 
yes, I think games will. Jonesy's right. I think they start out a lot of unders, and then I think they kind of get a feel for what they can get away with, what they can't get away with, and the games might start going over later. All right, to the NBA tonight. We've got two games on the docket. The first one, I have zero idea <laughs> how to bet. What? Really? How do you bet Miami laying seven and a half without oh. knowing what Doc Rivers is going to do or if James Harden actually wakes up and doesn't go to the strip club? <laughs> it's not fair. It's, fat Harden is a big thing, but Fat Harden in Miami is a whole different story. That's a real problem. That's a big, big problem. If he does not want to play basketball and he wants to be on South Beach and having fun, team is screwed. But if he does... Seven and a half is too heavy. Total, how in the hell do you bet the total without knowing what Embiid's <laughs> impact is going to be? This game is an in-game. This you, I know, I have no idea how to bet this thing pre-flop. Harden props, triple-double James Harden. Well, you just said you don't know if he's at the club or if he's out or I like if don't he's know, interested but, or not. But if he is, like, but if he is interested, those are pretty. There's pretty good odds at him to go for a triple-double at DraftKings. All right. So we've done the show long enough and the people watch it and listen, I'm hesitant because of the number. Yeah. They put it over seven, which is a good number. It's a, it should be. I found out about the Embiid thing via text. I was like, wait, how did he get, I thought he got hurt in practice. So like, no, he was in the game with they were up 28 with three minutes ago and he took And Doc shot. is defending it. Yeah. I, I I did the earlier show with Kevin Rogers. He said Doc said that their starters were in, so I kept mine in. Yep. Dummy. Sometimes it's better to not say nothing than to say an answer. Like just yep. because someone puts a microphone in front of your face doesn't mean you have to say anything. Nope. Especially in a market like Philadelphia where they're going to eviscerate it. Right. Well, I mean, that should be. That's 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 inexcusable. I mean, you got the game one. The playoffs are a battle of attrition to begin with. You got to make sure Embiid's okay because we don't really have a shot without him. But tonight, plus the points, I think Philly's live to cover. I would only bet pre-flop right now. I would only take the points. There's no Agreed. chance I would lay Agreed. Miami. The total tells me the story. Game's going to be low scoring. This is the lowest total. This is one of the lowest totals of the entire playoffs up to this mm -hmm. point. 208. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the game under. I mean, where does the scoring come from? Somebody's going to have to step up. And is it Tobias Harris? Is it Maxi? I don't think it's Harden. Harden's got to be the leader, but I think it's dishing the ball. I, I don't want to see. I mean, listen, if Harden steps up and carries his team, if they win one of the games in Miami, at least plant the seeds, okay. I don't think they could win a series, but if JoJo can come back, they put this mask on him and he at least plays a little bit. Boy, it'd be a hell of a story. But it's I mean, look broken, at the odds. He has a broken orbital bone, a concussion, and a torn ligament in his hand. Sounds bad. He's, he's, he's. That don't sound good. Embiid is banged up, man. He is banged up for this game. Like, he is not healthy at all. One of my I, dearest friends from Philadelphia, who I yeah. went to college with, I've known now. I mean, as you get older, you start to realize when you've known someone for like, 32 years like that's a long time yeah. right he sent me a text on saturday and said why can't i have nice things <laughs> right he's like a sixer fan he loves yeah. the sixers and he's just so disappointed like i think the wind has been taken out of their sails as a fan base 
as a city? Because I think, I mean, with MB, they're legitimate live to win the series. And they also have the boogeyman to blame it all on already. Who? Ben Simmons. What do you mean? They'll blame the entire collapse of the season on Ben Simmons. The Sixers ain't even talking about Ben Simmons. What the hell oh, are you yes, talking about? Yes, they are. 100% they are. He's in Brooklyn. Correct. He didn't but even he also, play. What correct. Ben Simmons supposed to do with this shit? Because he was supposed to play this year with the Sixers. He was supposed to be on this team. Ben yeah, Simmons is the fall guy. That ball did all that shit. He wasn't going to play on this team. Ben Simmons is the fall guy for the Philadelphia collapse. It'll keep Doc Rivers with his job. Embiid won't get any criticism. It'll be able to be uh, basically like a James Harden escape clause that it's not his fault. He wasn't supposed to be here anyway. It was supposed to be Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Man, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. It's the excuse. It's every franchise, every team, when they fall short, needs an excuse. If they, if they, if we're playing a game six, I'm going to be surprised. Damn it! Really? I think this it's, is Miami in five. Yeah, I got Miami in six. They win the okay. game. Maybe one, two, two zero, going to Philadelphia. Philly gets game three, game four, Miami, game five, Miami, game series over. Sounds legit. That 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 very well could happen. What's the price for Miami and five? Is that worth a bet? Um, it's actually not a bad idea. Miami, yeah, of course it's worth it. Of course it's yeah. It's My serious price five hundred or something. I don't know. Um, let's see. NBA series price is. Uh, I, I have a sneak see. sneaky prop in this game that I want. You do? Yeah, that it's I want minus three fifty on the series, but games wise, go ahead and ask it, Matt, while I look this uh, up. So. Uh, like you were saying, James Harden, I don't think he's going to like, you know, lead the entire, like he needs to lead the team, but I don't know how many points he's going to score. However, uh, James Harden over one and a half steals is plus 190. Wow. So if he, he just has to get two steals in the whole game, plus 190. Uh, that's, that, that's my sneaky probably. I don't know. I like it. Um, by the way, Miami in five is uh, currently uh, plus 260. You can just bet that there will be five games played at FanDuel and it's pl- uh, plus 210. Okay. So Miami, or just uh, there'll be five games. If you like your bet of Miami in six, it's plus 450. At DraftKings. Damn. You want that? You can jump in on that. James Harden to have a triple double tonight. Matt just got the, the, the steals at plus 190. It's plus 550 on Harden to have a triple level today. Wow. I don't mind that bet. Yeah, that could happen. 10, 10, 10. I can see it. Damn. Does, doesn't need to go off, but he, he's more active. He gets more rebounds. The rebound one scares me a bit. His it's assist point, prop, points and assists got to both get double digits tonight, right? Well, yeah, because it's nine. His, his prop on assists is nine and a half. Yeah, he's going over that. So, okay, so then that's over. So then you have points. He's getting 10 points tonight, so there's 10. So there's two of the three. Rebounds is the question. But rebounds can just fall to him because he's on the floor. <laughs> so who in the hell is going to stop Bam out of bio? Like for, like, They're not, but Bam isn't a huge scoring threat. It's I the, know. But, but the, no, but it's the offense that will run through him that will cause the defense to collapse to give the open shooters open looks. That's the problem. Not to mention the rebounds. Like, I mean, yeah. just – it's it, uh, it's bad. It's, it's it, there's no way around it. It's bad. I mean, Philly is 
built around Embiid, you pull out the main cog and the wheel falls apart. Yeah. So, but I don't mind. I, I have the only pregame bet I may, I might make is taking a flyer on the James Harden triple double tonight. <laughs> Jordan said Ben Simmons is in Cancun already. I would agree with that. He probably is watching the Kardashians on YouTube, whatever the hell that shit the channel's on. <laughs> Save the good comments for tomorrow, boys. <laughs> watching them. All right, next game, though, the late game tonight. All right, win bet has now. DraftKings has gone to six. Pre-show, they were five and a half. Everybody <laughs> just went to six. What the Everyone hell just did. happened? Wow. Okay. Across the board. Somebody came in and hammered it five and a half, and now it's gone to six. So what do you make of this? I bet this last night. It's part of better to book it. We'll go through it in a second, but. Sons. Sons. Bye, Sons. Sons. This is it. This is Sons game tonight. Maybe. Oh, good. Sounds like I'll be booking your Dallas plus five and a half. <laughs> Six. But I, I, I love this game. I can't wait for this one, man. Oh, I'm going to have how, multiple televisions on. I'm how healthy is Booker? Hats on. What's that? How healthy, how healthy is Booker? I don't know. You told me last game he was fine. He played 32 minutes. He only got 13 points. We're going to find out how healthy Booker is tonight. Didn't look great. That doesn't look great. I'm worried. Uh, I think Brunson's a big problem. For the Suns. Oh, Dallas is live to win a series. A hundred percent. Dallas is live to win a series. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, this, I this game is like game. Hard. This game is going to be a a repeat of Memphis Golden State. Back and forth to the end. Wire shot. Back and forth to the end. Yeah, it's going to be good. I mean, it's going to be. Listen, we got the we got the best teams. We got the best teams in in the playoffs, right? We got yep. one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Both sides. Yep. This is what we this is why they played a regular season to get to this point. Most of the games are going to be good. Um, back and forth, lead changes. I think this will be an in-game dream. Just load up your account, get your fingers ready to 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 play uh back and forth. Dallas probably in the first half, right? Dallas first quarter, something like that. Phoenix always seems like they start slow. Um, Phoenix comes back in the third quarter, makes it a game in the fourth that you must watch. Expect my tweet. It's time to turn the game on right now if you're not doing anything. Um, it's 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 going to be good. What about the total, p -Rope? I thought about it. I thought about leaning on the under 214 and a half. Thought about it. Got scared. <laughs> Couldn't pull the trigger on it. Hard could, number, no? Could could impossible number. <laughs> Game three, I bet the under. No matter what they put the number up, yeah. under. So whatever the whatever you put up, bookmaker on betting under on game three, right? Because it's in Dallas, one. correct? But game one, mm, don't know. <laughs> Blowouts would actually help me for an under bet. So that's why I was like, man, if Phoenix runs it out and 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 the three point shots aren't falling for Dallas, but then I'm like, well, what if the three point shots are falling for Dallas? Or flying over. So so if it was 216 or 217, would you bet under? No. Oh, really? If it was 212, would you bet over? Yes. That's I mean, when it gets closer to 210, that's when you start yes. looking to go over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think number's I over, perfect. Over 212. I mean, just looking at the numbers historically for Dallas on the road, it, most of these numbers are like 222. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, 
why is it so low? Mm -hmm. And that was my first red flag. I was like, (laughs) all right, they set this number about six points lower than I thought it should be. Are they expecting it to go under and they're going to let the public bet the over set the trap and the game falls like two ten? So that's, I read it as a public trap that people are going to be like, fuck, it's the, it's the, it's the sun. Are you kidding me? Of course this game's going over. And then it falls two ten. It's a hard game, man. I, I, because I'm leaning Suns to win. Okay. But I'm not comfortable with the number. Correct. I'm comfortable at five, five and a half. You know, as soon as it gets to six and it's two possessions, it just feels like too many. I don't yep. want to. So, um, and not even the boys were the first ones at six. Yeah. And Last everybody, night. right. And everybody followed. So I know without talking to them, I know what that means. They're leaning sons. Okay. If they're, if they're getting ahead of the move and then the market moves there, yeah, they were already thinking that way. That's good. Mm-hmm. I would, I was thinking the same exact way. We're all kind of similar, especially yeah. the ones that we've all worked together, kind of know what they're going to bet. But the total, <laughs> the total has me like Mo used to say, pause. He would just literally like he does it in conversation. You're talking right. like, hey, let's go to lunch. Pause where, you know, so <laughs> but, but, but it was so funny. He does it all the time. And now I do it with the kids. It drives us crazy. That's, pause. Awesome. That's great. But this number that. gives you pause. 214. What? It's, yeah, it's tough. I don't know what to do with this number. In game. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be in game. Must watch. Yeah, this is the in-game bet for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, our props.com story of the day. Back to hockey for a second. I'm going to give you $100, Dave. Yes, sir. Who are you putting on to win the Stanley Cup? You've got a litany of choices. Avalanche, BetMGM last night at BetMGM for them. Uh, plus 325, Avalanche, plus 550, Panthers, plus 700, Flames, 10 to 1 Hurricanes, 10 to 1 Maple Leafs, 11 to 1 Lightning, 16 to 1 Bruins, and the Rangers in the Wild. Who is hoisting Lord Stanley Scott? Um, so I've had the Lightning the last two years. Mm-hmm. And you've cashed those tickets. Right. And so I can't get away from them. Really? Yeah. A, tri- a trifecta, a three peat. Only because of the price. Okay. I mean, because if they win this series, it's going to be cut in half. I mean, almost. It's going to be like, you know, from 11 to 1. It's double digits. Yep. I was happy to take 8 to 1 last year. Yep. Um, But this is going to be, I mean, this going to be a hard road. The other one, so, I mean, in the East, I think it's them. And, and I really think the Rangers are another possibility. Um, that I think people are kind of overlooking because of the gauntlet that, you know, Carolina and Florida. I can't see them getting out of the East. They can skate, man. And they got this goalie. They got this guy. I mean, Igor Shosturkin is, uh, he's the Vesna winner. Yep. But you know how hard it is to do it the first time mm-hmm. when you've never done it as the goalie. It's a very hard ride. But those, I mean, those, because of the numbers, I, I I would look to play them. I don't want to take anything less than double digits, really. Um, and you heard Jonesy, he just outright called you, you know, not smart for doing it. If you take Colorado. Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. yeah, so in the West, 
in the West, I would be looking at Minnesota. Okay. <sighs> and I, I would, mean, if I, if I'm doing this, I'm betting hundred bucks on Calgary. I'm not sure they beat the Stars. Okay. I'm not sure I they like, beat the Stars. I, I would bet Edmonton. Calgary. Okay. I would I would bet Edmonton, but um. So that would be taking a eighteen to one shot. Well, my first choice is Minnesota. And they're, the 16, they're 16 yeah, to one. That's that's my first choice in the West is, okay. is Minnesota. And then it would be Edmonton second. I, I just don't think the prices, the value is not there for me with the Western Conference teams. Like I felt like taking eight to one last year with the Lightning was a good bet, despite the fact that they were like the second choice or the odds on choice because of the goalie. I don't have that same assurance with the Flames or the Avalanche or you know, even, I mean, even Carolina or Florida. I'm just not so. I got to be sold on that. So that could change a little bit into it. You said Calgary in the West. Who'd you say in the East for you? Uh, I would take Florida. You would. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think it's Florida, Calgary coming out of the East, but I'm not, I wouldn't bet Florida. I think the East is, is, comp- I look, Tampa can knock out Florida. I think that's going to be ridiculous. I'll say this winner of Florida, Tampa wins the East. Winner of Florida, Tampa wins the East. Okay. Cause that, I mean, that's a second round series, the way yes. the playoffs are set up right now. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. If that could be such a war, that the, 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 the winner of that may be worse off for the wear. And the other side of that possible, maybe depending on who it is, a very live dog. Possible, but. You've got experience and firepower. And if you go in the box against either team, you're in deep trouble. That's true. Those power plays, those power play, those two especially, deadly, mm-hmm. deadly. But you don't get that many power plays in, in a playoffs. But you, if you do, you're in trouble. Mm. All right, time for the bet prep prop of the day. We have not been running hot. We ended the month of April 14 and 16. And really got off on a really rough last two weeks. We were up big and then we went two and nine. So we've been solid ice for the last couple of weeks here with the prop bet of the day from betprep.com. Let's get a winner here. Going to the game in the NBA, second game with Phoenix and with Dallas. Dorian Finney-Smith. No, not three-pointers. Rebounds. What? Over four and a half rebounds. Best lines at FanDuel at minus 134. He averages 4.7 a game. In the three games against the Suns, he averaged 5.3. He has gone over this number in five of the six playoff games, 6.3 so far in the postseason, and 12 of his last 13 when his team has had at least 10, when, when he has had at least 10 total rebounds the last game. He's averaging 7.3 to follow it up. He had 10 boards in his last game. How do you feel about Finney Smith not shooting the ball, but grabbing the ball off the rim? Mm. I don't like it. No? I don't want to lay 134. The, the price is tough. I would, I would agree with that. I don't want to lay that. I don't, and the way but we're running, that, I don't that, want to lay that. But isn't that indication from the books that they that more than likely they believe that this number is a little too low? It's on its way up. No, because the average is slightly over that. So you just adjust the juice because, again, you don't make these whole numbers. So I get the price. I don't I don't I'm not comfortable with it at all. I'm 
Do you like this? I don't like betting secondary players to rebound. I, I, I've never right. Liked. That's I, the other thing. Yeah, I'm really I, like, I don't like secondary play. How I, I many like minutes is this players. guy playing? He plays a lot. I mean, Finney Smith plays a lot of minutes. 30 like minutes a game. Um, let me see. Uh, if I can pull this up, he is playing, um, against the Suns. He's playing 32 minutes a game. Well, I mean, at least we'll have a shot. He plays a lot. I mean, he's, he's a, right. a really big role player, really he's big. Three point. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a three point, you know, corner three guy. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. It's, it's him and Bullock. I mean, Randy Bullock and him basically stand on either corner and they just stand there and jack threes. That's Luca penetrates or Brunton penetrates and kicks to the wing and they shoot a three. So that's generally the offense. It's just, I don't like guys who primarily are role players, don't have the ball in their hands. And yeah, they're grabbing defensive boards, but not really a big offensive rebounding guy. Rebounding is wonky. It's so random. There's not a lot of consistency to it unless you're a big. So we got to go back. I, I believe I have the tally as two uses of ecosystem, one for <laughs> each of us. And I believe that was your first wonky <laughs> a minute, an hour and 40 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes into the show. One of my, wor- one of my words. Wonky is one of my this words. This prop is wonky. Well, rebounds is like that. You, you just don't really know exactly what, how the ball is going to bounce. Like I think, just, I think the biggest question with these, like you're saying, secondary players is just how many minutes is this guy going to get in the game? He'll play a ton. I mean, he plays, Finney Smith plays a lot over, okay. th- over 30. I'll say okay. this. He'll play over yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. So he'll, he'll play. This is the question is, I don't know about the rebounding perspective, but I don't mind it. I mean, if, if you have, I had to bet it, I'd bet over, but I don't like, I don't, Personally, I, I don't love the bet uh, personally. Okay, time for Bet It or Book It. It's being presented by Fliff, the social sportsbook. You can play for free to win real money. Sign up today at getfliff.com. Use that promo code props for a $25 deposit bonus. Terms and conditions do apply. I always say this, guys. If you have an opportunity to go check out Fliff, I would do it. It's easy, it's fun, and it helps us when you go on there and you use it. That's how we track things. And when sponsors come on board, that's how we get our pats on the back when the sponsor gets you guys to engage in it. So ever looking for a way to thank Dave and I for what we do, even if you don't use it, just go and use the promo code and enter it in because that's how they track it. And they're like, ooh, the BVB Brigade has gone ahead and downloaded Fliff. So just a heads up on that. F-L-I-F-F. F people go, fliff. go do the fliff get fliff.com back for, for and then, him yeah. and me and that's good and what's the pro what's the promo code props will give you a 25 buck deposit bonus cool. on it cool but you can play for free you don't play for real money on it you can play for coins so it's just like it's a social sports book as they call it so you can just fool around with it so if no, you ever i have love action, the idea because you can kind of practice and kind of figure yes, out what 100%. works what works 100 and then 100%. Once, once, once you get your rhythm you can go to the real book hundred percent. And and that's how I've used it myself. I've kind of tested out different theories and different parlays and different ways of looking at stuff. So it's actually a pretty interesting thing. And you can use it for free money. You can turn the coins into free money, depending on the state you live in. So oh. you can do it for real money. So when enough coins, you can turn it to real money. Some people have like 4 million coins on that, on those things. So it's not bad. <laughs> they, they, they go crazy. The whole leaderboard too on it. You can track your leaders, you know, how you're doing versus other users and whatnot. Nice. Baseball play is in here, but we'll start with the NBA. Okay. So you tell me why you like the Suns to cover this six. Cause I got plus six last night. Dallas plus six is now six everywhere, but WinBet had it last night. 
at six. Numbers going up. Betting or booking Luca keeping this game close. I mean, I like Dallas every game they played against Utah. I just thought that was numbers wrong. Did you see, by the way, the report that came out that it's Gobert or it's Mitchell? No. Yep. Basically, Rudy went to management after the season was over and said, it's me or him. Pick. <laughs> well, there we go. That's why they suck, because the two guys hate each other. So He wouldn't throw him the ball. Yep. Bitch, you got the ball. He wouldn't give him the ball. Do you agree with our boy uh, beating the bookie who thinks that he says Gobert's trash? I totally disagree with that. I, I take him. I take him for a second on my team. He's good at what he does, but you can't ask him to do more. Like go rebound, yeah. throw the ball sometimes, but like yeah. that's it. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. He's not the focus of a team. No, but he and plays a, a huge defender. role. Huge role to me. I mean, he's long. He's athletic. He's not going to score a ton, but he scores enough, and the rebounding numbers are stupid. Yeah. I mean, as long as I'm not asking him to score too many points and he's good with that, yeah. then I'm good with him. But if he wants more of a role and needs the ball more or, you know, there's going to be times when you need to go to him. I, I, I don't think he's trash. I don't think he's great. I think he's somewhere in between. Only game they won was a dunk by him. Game winning dunk. Pass. Game winning dunk. Mitchell yeah. gave him the ball. Game winning dunk. I don't know. I, I take him on my team in two seconds. I like Rudy Gobert a lot, but for this game, Dallas plus six, betting and booking it. Oh, numbers perfect. I think it falls five, six, or seven. I think that I think the Suns win. I think it's that close. Could be a buzzer beater type situation, but if you're on five, six, or seven, I got two out of the three numbers. You would I take, know. You would you would bet this then. <laughs> I know. I'll I'll uh I'll book it with some reluctance. I, I just think like the Suns money line is a good bet to me tonight. I think the Suns expensive. win at home. It's expensive. So when I think that when I'm when I'm really leaning that way, it's hard for me to take the points because I don't think they have a shot to win the game. Okay. So not that they don't have a shot. I just, that's the way I would bet it. It's like I would be looking to establish a Phoenix position, hopefully after they get down. I think Dallas in the first quarter or Dallas in the first half is a good bet because it's going to be that type of game. If the total's right, it's mm-hmm. going to be that type of Dallas game. If the total's not right, it's going to be a Phoenix type game. Cannot wait to see what Luca does and what the defense is going to be against Luca. I was going to ask what what do you think Luca is? What do you think he's going to do? Like points wise, most, most I would say twenty. His, his points were painted like thirty over the weekend. Yeah, I would go on. Right I would just I would lean under just because I think the game could potentially fall under. I'm, I'm so. thinking under too. Yeah, Let me but twenty five and ten is very likely for Luca. So, mm. I mean, points maybe maybe a points and rebounds bet. Maybe a point rebound assist bet. Like I think but, he'll he'll go out there and give his best, but he just has such a big target on his back that they're they're just gonna, you know, obviously just try to shut him down. But with who though? Oh, that's, that's I that's I, the thing. I, I did the same thing. I looked at the, the roster. I'm like, okay, Cam Johnson, no. Came campaign, no. Chris Paul, no. Booker, no. Like <laughs> who are they putting on Luca? They don't have anybody to stop Luca. Luca's prop bets 
are 30 and a half for points, yep, okay. nine and a half for rebounds, and Over. seven and a half for assists. Yeah, triple double. I potential. mean triple double potential. It's almost an average. Yeah. I would I would say Luca triple double is very possible. I just don't know about 30 points. 30 is a lot of points. Scores 26 points, grabs 11 rebounds, has you know 13 assists. J- Jason Tatum was also the exact same 30 and a half points. He wound up with 22. Yeah, he was way under, but he was ice cold. That was the problem. They just missed so many open shots. What do you, what do you think, Chris? Part. What do you think Chris Paul does in this game? I think he's at seventeen. It's a great, it's a great question because of the fourth quarter, he had to be a hero in the last series. So maybe you got to got a feel for it, and maybe scoring more for that reason. I would lean over on Chris Paul points same, tonight. Same. So at seventeen and a half. Same. What's his assist number though? I don't. I don't know about the assist. Chris Paul assists is is number I would yeah that that's the number that I would eyeball for sure. That's the number I may play ten and a half. Yeah, I'd put I'd pay the over. I would rather nine and a half, but I I would bet the over on, on Chris Fandle, Paul. It's ten and a half under minus one thirty plus one hundred six to the over. Okay, yeah, I would so, probably bet the over on that. I, I think 11, 12, 13 assists for Chris Paul is really possible. I mean, th- th- this is when he really wants to be the focal point. Ball in his hands, distribute the basketball. His I mean, points really, is sixteen and a half. That's it. Yeah, at, yes. e- at even money. Yeah. It just depends on like that's the problem with Chris Paul. Like some nights he's passing, some nights he's shooting. Like right. what is he what is he doing? So I really don't know what the whole angle is with with, with Chris Paul. It that, all depends so. on Booker, right? True. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, if Booker's not gonna be the Suns' first source of scoring, he's gonna have to do more. If Booker's right. rolling, yeah, give him the ball get out of the way. Yeah, I would agree. All right. Uh, twins baseball bet. Twins, twins, Spence, Orioles run line. It's up now plus 118 if you want it. Twins have been winning and winning consistently on the run line. When they win, they win by more than one and a half. Uh-huh. And it's plus 118. You get plus money. I got Chris Braddock on the, on the, on the bump for the twins, mm. who's pitched really well. Makes I think it's a good play. Twins run line betting it or booking it. Orioles beat the Red Sox, took two out of three, one scored nine runs yesterday. That's a they're hitting. No. One game. They didn't hit the previous two games. First two games went way under. It was three to one and had them on Friday. That was a dead under. Three, one, two, one was the first two games. I bet them both under, hit them both. Can't even remember that kid's name on Friday to pitch Kyle. Pitch Rush. Yeah. Pitch well. Yeah, we're going to have to remember that one. That's going to be yep. a sneaky play for us under. Well, Orioles are the number one team to the under this season. Them and the Dodgers. Yes. When when that kid pitches, we're going to have to we're going to have to remember that. Um I'm going to book this one too. Okay? I'm going to book this one too. Take a run and a half with a team at home. Uh, I'll do that. But you like the fact that teams on the road run line road teams. I do. But I want to know. I got. I mean, the Orioles just like they scored a couple of runs yesterday. I scored I, nine runs against the Red Sox. I get to take the home team plus a run and a half, and the yes. price isn't egregious. I'm going to do that today in a game where the total is only seven and a half. Yeah, five one win for the Twins. Five one win. You like the you like the run line minus and the game under. That's the yes. most anti correlated parlay you can do, but that's a P roll <laughs> special. Well, you just go go ahead and take a look at what the Twins have done in their history. How many times they're winning in games and giving up one or two runs? I mean, they are pitching pretty good. The bullpen's pitching good too. Like, 
it's kind of crazy. I mean, how, what, what what the Twins have been able to do here. I mean, Twins are over their last five. Twins have given up three, one, six, one, and zero runs. It's pretty good. <laughs> winning nine three nine one, losing six one, winning seven one, winning five nothing. I tell the kids every time we go to a tournament and play, what's our goal, coach? We score six, we win. That's all you got to like literally, and that's yep. in Major League Baseball right now. If you could get six runs, yep, you're going to win 60% of your games, which is going to get you in the playoffs. Super. Orioles have scored two, five, one, one, and nine over the last five. They don't hmm. score. They hmm. are the number one American League under team. Twins win, twins win 5-1. Dave, my, Dave you were rocking the Twins hat on the MLB network this weekend. I consider, yeah, I consider right. that a good omen. You see that? <laughs> if excursion goes, what are you doing? You got front runner, you got front runner teams. And I was like, hey man, I had this. I wanted to wear it last year, but the twins <laughs> stunk last year and everything went bad. So we're right. riding. I, I I got another twins hat over the weekend. Wait till you see this oh, lid. Boy. You're gonna love it. Oh boy. I need if you see, have you ever seen the, the old Red Sox logo with the guy with the chin? Have you ever seen this? No. It's, it's, it's it it was the logo from 1920 to 1926 for the Boston Red Sox. I have to do some Google research on it's, that. I have to find this hat because they they produced the the city Boston, the gold, like the shirt you're wearing right now, yeah. you know, that the, the the city colors yeah. that they wear on on marathon Mondays and day games. Yeah. They produced a hat. I mean, a hat and a shirt with it on. And I hadn't seen the logo. And I forget who wore it at the post-game press conference last night. I was like, I need that hat because it looks so crazy. You look at it, you're like, what the hell logo is that? And it's really 1920s Red Sox logo. So I I, I need to get that. I'll hat. get my guy on that. I'll get I'm my guy a, on that. I'm on a mission. All okay. right. Two hockey bets for you. Let's go. Wild Blues over six. At minus 125. Betting it. Oh, you like this bet. Okay. I do. I think it's I think this atmosphere is electric there. I think um both teams it's I haven't insane looked, I haven't done, done the work yet. I, I'm gonna go through what I so what I would have done yesterday that I didn't do because I was so focused on the basketball and then got into some other stuff later. Um go through the season. Three look, games. Okay. 10, 7, 11. Over. Done. <laughs> I don't care where they played. I don't care who was in goal. Yep. You sold me over six, minus 125. Stop thinking. Don't overthink it. Play over. That's it. Better. Yeah. I, that's why I asked Jonesy that question. I was like, do we do we see a similar si- situation as a regular season? And I just don't know. Their goaltending has been so, so suspect. And I just think both these teams are playing wide open styles of hockey. Both teams have goaltending question marks. Both teams can put the puck in the net. I I, I don't, and, and I love six. I don't like six and a half. I could have laid, I could have said six and a half at minus 105 last night if I wanted to, but I'd rather lay the six and have a push potential with a 4-2 final. And I mean, going forward, now for the NHL playoffs, you're going to see Games on whole numbers, yes, but don't be afraid to lay juice. Like, you can lay up to 20, 25 with these totals. If you feel confident in it, it's okay because the reluctance of books to move the number Mm. is like you might see a five and a half over minus 145 at some books 
rather than go to six. So I'm not recommending that, but <laughs> 20 and a quarter is okay to lay in these things. I, I think to get the right number, the number is the most important thing nowadays in the hockey, not so much the juice. These Man. guys are all making comments on the screenshots from Mike EA on Twitter. Really? My Twitter's all blowing up. Everyone's making all these comments about the screenshot. My goodness gracious. Mike, finally. Gotcha. That's a hat. <laughs> Tomorrow, that's a hat for Mikey Austin. I don't, I don't like it. Let's not encourage people taking screenshots because that just because <laughs> that just points out a p- potential technical flaw on my end. And I'm tr- I would rather keep my job. So stop doing that, point. chat. Stop it. <laughs> stop doing that, chat. Ferris said stop it. Stop. <laughs> and one more bet. Tampa to win the series, even money over Toronto. Oh, man. Now you're just trolling. Now you're just trolling. Even money, man. Giving me a gift. I can play off this. This is great. Tampa wins game one. I come back and bet Minnesota, and I'm good. I win money both ways. Toronto. Sorry, Toronto. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Toronto. If Tampa Tampa wins game one, number flips. Toronto turns into a plus 140 dog, whatever it may be. 100%. 100%. Come back and bet Toronto. What uh, What do you think happens in game one? Tampa wins. Then this is a good bet. This is a good bet. I'll bet it with you because, again, until proven otherwise, until the Maple Leafs actually win a series, how in the hell could they be favored? Again, the two times, if it was like the Bruins, like the Bruins got them in the last two of the last oh. four years, the Bruins have knocked them out in the first round, oh. right? So, like, if it was the Bruins, you might go, well, there's so much bad blood here. It's time for Toronto to finally knock the Bruins out. This is the two time defending cup champs. Like, you're not just, if Toronto wins this series, it's not just their first win in 2004. It's a pretty thud ending to the dynasty talk of the Lightning. So, like, I just can't see the lightning getting bounced in the opening round to anybody, given their pedigree of hoisting the cup the last two years. Like we saw when they took on teams late in the year, when they had to go send a message, they won the games eight to one. Like they went and just annihilated whoever they played. It's go time now for the lightning. Like they've just kind of pitter pattered around in the regular season. Toronto might be a speed bump here for this team. Wow, you really I mean this is this is great. <laughs> I mean, do you disagree? I think this is a hard series. I think this is going six or seven. Okay. I mean, guaranteed six or seven. I would bet okay. that actually. I bet the series is gonna go six or seven. Okay. Uh, um Toronto's goalie's gonna have to win it for him. <sighs> That's what it's gonna come down to. And and can it happen? Yes. For his sake, I hope it does. Austin Matthews is the best player in hockey. I'm best goal scorer anyway. It's going to be an awesome series. Um, the winner Campbell versus Vasilevsky. I don't know. I'm I'm it's taking Vasilevsky. You tell me, I get Vasilevsky even money. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Take, I'm taking the. I'm taking Gold. Done. I mean, Campbell's got a 2.64 you know goals against this season, which is a little bit higher than Vasilevsky's. But I got a guy, a guy who's won two cups versus a goalie who's never won a playoff series. <laughs> and you get even money. And I get even money on the guy who's got two cups. Like, are you kidding me? What are you doing? It's a gift. Thank you. Sometimes when the book gives you a gift, it's a it's a shit sandwich. Yeah. Other times, the book doesn't know shit either. It's a missed price. Even money, Tampa Bay before the series, not a bad bet. So we're going with that. All right. Favorite thing about today on a Monday is what? 
Well, first of all, for the show, Jonesy joining us was absolutely awesome. Um, just a good dude. And hopefully you guys, even if you're not hockey fans, you picked something up from having him on. Really appreciate him. Favorite thing about today as well. I got a, uh, this is like a little parlay about my favorite things about today is the hats tomorrow. I can't wait. People listen to this show live. They, they, they listen to it later. Mm. If you're listening to the show later or watching the show later, do your best to just jump in the chat with something, anything, and fire something out. And, you know, a chat for a hat. That's that just literally just came up with that. And three, I can't wait to watch the NHL playoffs, baby. Uh, I mean, like this is it, this is I'm a hockey guy. I I love the sport. Um, I played up until last year. I haven't played in over a year, year and a half, whatever. I can't wait to get back on skates. And so well, actually, no, it's been almost two, it's been over two years since right before the stroke. But um this is the best time of year for me. I absolutely love the NHL playoffs on top of everything else. Dial in, get settled in. This is going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of bets and a lot of talk and a lot of entertaining sports watching. I can't wait. Yeah. Good stuff. For me, my favorite thing about today is the fact that if you aren't a sports fan, these are the days, these are the weeks that I kind of go, man, what are you doing in the month of May? Because look, Look at this week. Okay, lay the week out. Oh so boy. today, I mean, just lay it out, right? Today, we've got the NHL playoffs along with the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Tomorrow, same thing, but we get game two of the two games we just saw, which were insane yeah. with Golden State and Memphis and the Celtics and the Bucks. Yeah. Two huge games. Ugh. Then we're coming back on Wednesday where we've got even more going on. And we kind of go back with baseball series into a Thursday, into a Friday and we end the weekend with the Kentucky Derby. Oh, like we, oh, contraire, Malfrey. Did you forget what is Saturday? <laughs> the Derby. No, no. There's the Derby is one thing. You know what Saturday night is? Well, did you see our Mayo is Thursday. So what's Saturday night? UFC fight? Big, big event. No. It's a pay-per-view. I mean, it's a big event. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a pay-per-view. It's a big, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a, I wouldn't say it's one of those like tent pole events for the UFC, but it's a big card. Sure. It's a good, good card. Solid Looks, card. I just scanned the card and I saw Anik put out a tweet. I haven't yep. listened to the show yet that he did it, but he did his podcast. And I was Florian. Like, yep. Wait a second. This is Saturday night on yeah. top of everything else we got going on this oh, week. Oh, yeah, the Derby. I mean, Derby will be Saturday. We play Derby. And then what, what did we do last year in the Derby, me and you? We did something last oh, year, we right? did. we did a whole bunch of stuff. We did some win place bets, and then we did a trifecta. Did we ca- I cashed something. Oh, we did a trifecta key. We hit it last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, had two be- I had two bets on the Derby last yeah, year. Yeah, we got Alvarez. That's um, right, Sean Alvarez. We got to get back. We we, we got to get yeah. him. He was he was good. He, he he gave us two good winning bets last week, last year. I, I I've been texting with Alvarez. Good. He, he literally lives ten minutes from you now. Like oh, that's cool. He's well, in that part of town. The level of you hate you hate talking about the draft and prop bets. I hate talking about the Derby, but I have to do it every year. Right. I have no interest <laughs> in horse racing. Even I, the first bet ever made, first bet eleven year old Matt, first bet ever made was at Rockingham Park on a horse. Did, my, you, did you win to that place? Did you win Rockingham Park? I don't know if I won. I'm guessing I lost. I don't. I don't remember. It was, it was with my grandfather. He was watching me for the day, and he was like, 
well, if I'm watching you, we're going to do something. And it was like, all right. So we went to Salem, New Hampshire <laughs> to Rockingham, to Rockingham park. And you've walk been up better ever since. <laughs> yeah. Walk up to the window, put the little, let put the little $5 bet. I think I bet on horse 17, I think is what I bet on. And I'm pretty sure I lost. He lost. It was a five, it was a $5 bet yeah. on horse 17. And then, uh, and then that was, that was, from there on, that was the first bet I ever made. And then, you know, I didn't make another bet until I was probably uh, 18, freshman year in college. Oh, my. When our, our floor bookies started, yeah. st- st- started booking games. Uh, and we started, we started, and I got used to the Tuesday morning knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Settle up Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Here you go. Yeah. yeah here you go. <laughs> up. Pain in the ass Tuesday. But yeah. So that was, the, 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 and, and that was my gambling. And then from there, now we're here. <laughs> so you definitely didn't win that first horse bet because you'd have bet it again. Probably so. I don't like horse betting. I don't like it. The rules are for, or ever since when I worked with Ken Miller, like who worked worked at CG Technology with you. Oh yeah, and 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 was my, you know, Matt and Miller was the show on KXNO Radio for years. And Ken um, has a video on YouTube because he was a former horse track announcer, <laughs> and so he had to call a race. Fun job with a horse named Hoof Hearted. <laughs> Hoof Hearted. <laughs> who farted that's tremendous i i'm gonna tell the kids that one today who farted <laughs> who farted is coming Nobody down the lane coming in hot please <laughs> tell me that he won the race yes <laughs> he did yes who go, farted won the race <laughs> go and watch this on youtube and from that moment on i could never watch or horse racing is done it's done Hoof hearted and he screams, Hoof hearted. That's pretty funny. Down the stretch, here comes Hoof hearted. He's yes. up by three lanes. Hoof hearted yes. is pulling away from yes. the field. Hoof hearted. Coming down the track. Yes. <laughs> I am Ken Miller on Twitter, is Ken's Twitter handle. He works still in Des Moines today. Go on YouTube and you're on YouTube. Watch this. I'm dead serious. The, the, yeah, it's Ken Miller horse racing. And it's him screaming, who farted? And that was it. I just, that was it. I was like, I'm done. No more, no more horse racing. Because <laughs> Ken, Ken actually created a bet. He actually sold a bet to CG for a bet on horse racing that he designed. He tried to explain to me one day. And I was just like, I have no desire to bet this. Like, this is so complicated. I don't care about all the different parlay opportunities and like all the different first first place second place third place fourth place how you can do it you better dime to win this. like no uh-uh too complicated yeah i'm, I'm with you horse stories i've ever heard <laughs> so i i don't want to i don't want to start doing this but i have a favorite thing about today oh okay. sure yeah what's up? let's go what do you got well first of all the brigades backing me up they, they've been shouting my name out in the chat so thanks boys um yeah, second yeah, of all my favorite thing about today is so I just stumbled across this. It's called Boyd Sports, and they're right. they're they're trying to make kind of a cutting edge. Um, the the things that you can do within it are nuts. So first of all, you can parlay props, which is I've been yep. looking I've been looking for that for years. So, so in Vegas, this is Vegas now. We're talking this, about Boyd's in, everywhere. In, in, in Vegas. Boyd's Vegas. In Vegas. Okay. Boyd Sports. Yeah, Boyd's the first yeah. one you can you can parlay you, props. You can That's parlay good. props. You can also parlay good. in game, and then you can also parlay like. Like, um, you know, regular Game. over under all, all in the Whoa. same parlay ticket. It's nuts. In Vegas, we're talking about Matt. Yeah, I went to the, the Orleans Casino is one of the Boyd's yep. uh, uh-huh. sports places. Uh-huh. If you if you just Google Boyd sports casinos, there's a few yeah, of them yeah. around. But so, they're, so they're, gaming, they're, they're in weird spots. But, Dave, but yeah, gaming approved that. Did that 
like go quietly the gaming approved parlaying in-game bets so right now i have a ticket in my hand it's got um an under in the yankees game that was a live game that hit uh jason tatum under 30 points luca and then golden state warriors but but yeah so you can you can parlay props and in-game stuff it's nuts dude it's awesome that's what you could do everywhere else so that's good right that's but yeah, I thought Dave, would, I thought the whole the line was the gaming had to gaming wasn't going to approve that. That's why he couldn't do it. So no, Boyd, no, so, no. so so Boyd is on the cutting edge, and there is still restrictions. Like like I can't parlay um, a prop in game, and then also bet on the game. But but you can parlay in game like baseball, and then like you know doing a prop NBA on the same parlay ticket. So yeah, that's awesome. So again, P road, it's a technical. Uh, technology issue more than a gaming issue. Come on, yeah, the systems don't allow the in-game. But, all, but there's forward. books here in Vegas that use the same back end that they use on the East Coast. Do, do. It's all different, even within the same. Like you know, the stuff they're using at Win is not the stuff they use at WinBet. But yep. they could, if they wanted to. They just no, choose not it's, to. It's those little kiosks it, within inside the. Um, the right. Boyd's like I yep. went to one of the kiosks in, in the Circa at Circa the yep. other day. And it was it was, right. you know, there's nothing that I can't do on my normal William Hill app that I can do at Circa. Right. You know, it's, like it's, it's nothing yeah. special. But these Boyd sports kiosks, you can do some pretty gnarly stuff. Yeah, it's different. It's uh, it's different technology. I'd be interested to see. I don't have a Boyd account here in town. I, you don't have to. You just go to the kiosk. I don't have one. either. I know, but I'd be interested to see if you could do what you could do on the kiosk on the on the Ooh. app. I don't know That's yeah, that'd be that. Kiosk jamming is a known industry mm. um, way to get around a lot of things because can't block technology you. on the uh, kiosk is different than it is. Within the system, I've just, had I've had William Hill for years, and this is the first time I've ever like had any desire to actually go to a book to bet because I can do all these cool things now on these little kiosks. Tough to tough to get in game though when you're not there, but yeah, I mean it's, it's interesting. It, it's all the tech that needs to come to Nevada. I mean, yep. it's all it needs to be here. You know, we're behind. Is this our longest show ever? It, yeah, we got to get out. It's it's way it's it's, it's we're overtime. We're got a hundred tomorrow. We'll see people tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll, to we'll, we'll hundred episode tomorrow. tomorrow, boys. We'll see you then for the Tuesday, a hundredth episode of the Bostonian versus the book.